I did leave a lot of the stuff up from last time, and I just had to get one more mic, and that's it. Not that's too, pretty good. Easy bad. enough. Yeah, you know. Um, I guess we'll start now. Let's start now. Let's start now. Sure. Starting right now. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's exciting new episode of Gameware Express, Baton Rouge's premiere, longest That's, running. We're not the only I, one anymore. I like premiere. <laughs> um, locally owned and operated video game podcast. My name is Adam Ander, and I'm being threatened with a knife. <laughs> I'm going to hold a knife this whole episode. Okay. But in a non-threatening manner? Uh, it depends. Okay. It is... Yeah. Friday, February the 16th, <laughs> 2018. <laughs> That's how we do it in streets. Just in time for Valentine's Day, you're listening to episode 214. This is... Whoa, whoa, whoa really? Yeah. Holy shit. I know, right? Did we plan that? No. Because Valentine's Day is on the 14th. Yep. Of it's the fe- second, second month. month. That's, That's weird, right? <laughs> Look, I'm like a sassy... Stephen Martin with the sick-ass knife skills come, over there. Look, it comes right out of my... Wrist. Don't you have to like cut off your finger to I'm be gonna. an assassin? I got a knife. Perfect. I can do it. That's great. Ron Venter's <laughs> sans knife. I'm scared. He doesn't, he doesn't have a knife just yet, but, but he could he, at any moment. You never know. <laughs> Suddenly, when he might have a knife. Neil had uh, some last-minute work conflict, so he couldn't make it today. So filling in, friend of the show. Brandon Jolly, straight from the Little Jolly Gamer Show. Welcome back, Brandon. I don't have a knife. That's fine. You probably, no one should have a knife. <laughs> or do probably. I have a knife? <gasps> no, that's, Keep us on our toes. It, it might be that's in my not shoe. A knife. This is a knife. <laughs> right. That's the quote, right? I don't know. That's a Crocodile Dundee. I don't think I've seen that. 1987 classic. There's a new one that was a, that was a fake. That was a Super Bowl ad, and it was fake. Oh, okay. Wasn't that good. a Tide commercial? <laughs> no, it was a... It was a um, what was it like a a travel oh, ad for it Australia? Was Australia tourism. Australia tourism. And that's it had it. the uh, Danny McBride and, and Thor. Thor. Yeah, yeah. And they were the Crocodile Dundees or something. I'm glad and that's it, fake because it didn't look good. <laughs> it even had the real Crocodile Dundee actor. I thought he died. No, that oh. was Steve Irwin. <laughs> you you Australian racist. Uh, <laughs> wow. There's more than one Australian famous person. There is, and we'll talk about that later. There's Foster, the creator of beer. Oh, okay. I thought that was the cartoon character. No, that's, that's the name yeah. of the brand. <laughs> Foster's imaginary There's beer. Also, um, Outback Steakhouse. That's a no rules. Just right. Just right. That's right. <laughs> um, There's barbecue shrimp. Yeah. There's the second Pink Power Rangers Australian. I did not know that. Her name's Cat. Cat. Yep. She was a cat who turned into a human <clears throat> who turned into a Power Ranger. There we go. Show was weird in season three. I don't I'm know much saying. about the the mysterious island of Australia. Uh, it was a British penal colony. It's also a continent and Kangaroos a country. Kangaroos will fucking kill you. There's an opera house there. It's beautiful. It's Everything in Australia will fucking kill you. Did you know it's pronounced Brisbane? Yeah, what'd you say, Brisbane? No, I never did. <laughs> I'm not some rube. I got a knife. <laughs> it's Brisbane. It is episode 214. We celebrated Valentine's Day this week, if you're into that. I don't know. But if you did, uh, congratulations. 
For this week's intro question, what is your favorite game to play with your Valentine? Hot two-player games, maybe some co-op, you have to work together so you don't hate each other by the end of it. Do you have any fun Valentine's uh, co-op games, Steve? Man, no. The answer is no. <laughs> like, in the Martin household, it's uh-huh. like one of us on a TV and then the other one on some other device. Right? Oh, so you're not playing together, but you're playing together. Or we watch each other play something. Yeah. So maybe, I think, um, I like a game that's all about, like, heart, you know? Right. But they got pink... Uh, you got the the color pink. You got hearts. What's what better for the heart than than what powers it? Which is blood. Bloodborne <laughs> would be the best. Not only can you play that with the one that you love, but it's just as fun to watch as it is to play. So I, I guess Bloodborne <laughs> would be my answer. It's just like a Valentine's Day card, perfect on a disc, and it's, nothing it's lovely. more romantic. You know, it's the Victorian. Yeah, era. yeah, it's it's people it's like totally that romantic. The architecture. <laughs> Uh, Brandon, you're the, old, the other married person at this table. Do oh, I you am. Have, do you have a, <laughs> a favorite uh, game to play with your uh, Valentine? I'm drawing a huge blank. I'm sure there's games we play. Dude, look at your shirt. <laughs> That's the answer right there. Twisted Metal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Total romance. We we kind of do the same thing. We we play the same games, but on different consoles, mm-hmm. like down the hallway from each other. <laughs> That's weird. That's so, separate rooms. Yeah. Do you you have stay in you your video yes. game room, and I will stay in my video. <laughs> she game. has the living room. I have my oh, dude, game screwed. room. I've been in your game room though. It's yeah. pretty cool. It's, it's my <laughs> command center. But we'll play games online, like I don't know, like wow. Grand Theft Auto or something. That's we'll go rob banks together. Perfect. There's nothing. The the the, the couple that robs banks together. Thank you. Stays together. You just dragged the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> that was exactly what I was thinking. So beautiful. <laughs> Uh, welcome to the show, Brandon. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Vaughn, we are club singles, maybe? Ow! So we can play games together, or, you know, what, what, are, some, what are some fun co-op two-player games? I'm like? actually very surprised that Steven didn't say this, but back when I actually, like, had a special someone during the high school days, we played a lot of Dance Dance Revolution <laughs> oh, together. That's absolutely. A, that's a great answer. Yeah. Yeah, I know you do like that. Just playing side-by-side side together. Just Did you hold trying. hands while you played instead of holding the bar? There was one time where I actually <laughs> held hands with her. So that, that, <laughs> that is beautiful. I, I take back everything I said about Bloodborne, but I will I will <laughs> modify Bond's answer. Uh, and I, Instead of DDR, I will say any Bomani game. Yeah. Mm. Because Bomani, whether it be Poppin', Guitar Freaks, you know, uh, Para, Para. Well, you can't play that with a friend, but I don't think uh, so. I'll tell you what, Vaughn, you and I will play Para. I'll take the left sensors. You take the right sensors. Awesome. <laughs> Dance Maniacs, you know, all of these games can be shared uh, with a friend. And, and really, Renee and I got to know each other uh, through Bamani. Like, mm-hmm. we, when we dated, we played so much Bamani right. together. So, yeah, what was I thinking? Bloodborne? This is a stupid answer. <laughs> really, I blame the knife. Yeah. <laughs> It's such an aggressive thing. You got for very me to, violent once you found that knife. It, once I got rid of the knife, and I'm not holding it anymore, I, I feel like my, my heart opened to the to the true beauty of, of rhythm games. Mm-hmm. It's the rhythm of the night is what it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that's what love is, oh, right? right? So there you go. Um, for mine, I'm trying to like decide. I'm trying to think back. Back when I wasn't this jaded, heartless fool. Um, I really liked playing like Lego Marvel. That's yeah. a fun like co-op game, mm-hmm. I'd say. It's pretty straightforward, and it's cute. And it's like one game where you have all of the Marvel characters together. Because they don't do that shit anymore. Uh, they often say segregated like the films for whatever reason. You know. um, 
So yeah, I really like that one. Also, you can't go wrong with you know a good session of Army of Two. Oh yeah, great game. You got to cover each other's backs. Uh, if we're you, just talking co-op, I mean, hey, Kane and Lynch. Yeah, you can glitterify your gun, and it draws <clears throat> aggro to you. Army of Two, four hours of greatness. <laughs> so that's it. We're now we're past Valentine's Day. My my Christmas tree is my Valentine's tree is still up. We're about to convert it to a. <laughs> St. Patty's Day tree. Oh yeah, it's already green. <laughs> it's already green. So I'm already one step ahead. You're halfway there. there. Can't 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 argue with that. Um, let's talk about some video games. Uh, I think most of us here maybe been playing Monster I Hunter. Is that me and you? I've been playing. I think I might be the only one who did not play Monster oh, no, Hunter. No, you should totally play. Not. I played. I played the oh. beta. I just didn't oh, pick it up. Oh, me and you then. Oh, We're the ones playing. Must be boring conversation. So Monster Hunter <laughs> uh, might be the best game of the year. Whoa! What a, a crazy statement! What, what a crazy oh, statement! Really Dang, that's bold. <laughs> let's let's talk about. Let, okay, I know you don't normally like play online games nope. ever, and this is like your first experience. That's not true. <laughs> not true at all. What? Okay, what are the qualities that make a game of the year? Right, great presentation, music, like a just fun, like uh, a fun cycle. Mm -hmm. You know, a fun loop to play, uh, and then maybe some co-op or competitive i don't know i'm not really into multiplayer as much but mm -hmm. sure Ed. replay value replay value Tell all some, these things some narrative so some, na i agree some narrative so monster hunter world has all of these things <laughs> and it's got all of them in spades this is the monster hunter game i've been playing monster hunter since the first one mm -hmm. on ps2 this is like the monster hunter game that they always to me wanted to make but couldn't right because they've always been limited by Controller input because it's mostly been handheld. Right. For for over for a decade, it's been handheld. I just figured games. they want to exclude like pretty much all human beings from playing their games. Oh, as far as how accessible it is. It's not accessible. Yeah. Man. man, this game is dense. <laughs> it's like I I've played a bunch of Monster Hunter. Literally, I don't know. What I can't the take five on. steps in this game. I'm still at the beginning. I'm I'm right. like two hours in. So yeah. Well, that's why. It's... I, 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 I I can't go walk five steps without like a menu and four tutorials popping up. And that that will stop. I know. At a certain point. <laughs> I'm just Once saying it's a very the... it's a very tough barrier of entry. Right. Once you get to the final boss, eighty hours in, <laughs> it's like here's the tutorial for the final boss. <laughs> Let me guide you. Um. Yeah. It's obviously. I mean, it's so early to mm -hmm. say what the game of the Red Dead is right. probably the game of the year. Right. We <laughs> officially say that's the game of the year. Spider. I tell you what though. Spider. Spider Man's good. By June, Monster Hunter. A hundred monster hunters drop in on an island, <laughs> and there's one monster, and you all have to try to kill it. That's going to be the good That's, mode for can't the, wait. the summer. Uh, I really want to. <coughs> excuse me. I really want to play some more of this. I just uh, every time those menus pop up, and I start reading, and then I get sleepy and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm just going to go back to playing back, something else. Back you know? To bed. Yeah, or that. Right. That happened last night, literally. Yeah. Um, I have fallen asleep holding the controller. <laughs> uh, but I've. Uh, Played a couple more, like I guess, little missions since last week. Not too much. Yeah, you got to power through that. I know. Because your 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 hunter rank <clears throat> is so low right now. It's. I feel like it's <clears throat> discouraging. It, it's the same destiny problem I had, where like all of my friends are leveling up past me, and I'm like, okay, I want to try to get to that level so we can play together. And then I'm like, I don't want to do this alone. Well, so we can play together now. It's okay. just you have to start the mission. Uh, I join you. So I feel bad made dragging people oh, back but to I, like but this easy shit. I'm, I'm doing so that now anyway. Is there like, like level scaling? Like can um, you like one shot the monsters on his server? Oh no, I can't one shot any monster. Yeah, no. Like I all... can still replay older 
monsters mm-hmm. and it still takes like 10 15 minutes to kill them by myself but with, mm-hmm. with I mean, you buddy, still split up the spoils though right yeah you do and and whenever you um join in a multiplayer match it does adjust the difficulty so you know if the monster you're fighting has a thousand hp and then i come in and now it's probably got two or three thousand right so but you're not i'm like i'm like level three yeah so i'm not that high yeah okay. I'm not so it's still pretty <clears throat> close someone um, in my guild is at level 50 Jesus, this game came out like a two weeks ago. I don't know, man. People love hunt monsters. People were cracking out the data and launch. That's true. Um, this seems to be dominating my friends list. Oh, I know, right? My Twitter feed. Yeah. Like everything. It, it's really surprising, actually. Uh, I don't know. I tried playing Monster Hunter 4 on the 3DS a little bit, and I thought, this isn't bad. I'd just rather, you know, not play this alone. And, like, here you go. Here's the game for you, Adam. Because, you know, you kind of like that. But it's just. I don't know, it's so surprising that it exploded in this way, and I'm not really sure why this is the one. I mean, I'm not surprised. People love Monster Hunter. I was talking (laughs) with um, some friends about this. Yeah. This exact thing. Mm -hmm. Why is this game... It it came out at the perfect time, Mm -hmm. right? Because Destiny 2 is cooling. Right. Very quickly. Yeah. There's not much else out there. If you're not playing like Ghost Recon... Or Rainbow Six, like on console. I guess that's true because two months ago, I was having some talks with some of my Destiny Clan people. Like, you want to go play Warframe or something? Like, we need to figure so out something. Play play something. Hey, you know, what's what's that other one that's really popular? Not PUBG, but um, Fortnite. Fortnite. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're not playing Monster Hunter, you're probably so playing my friends Fortnite. play. Yeah, or Grand Theft Auto. People right. still, well, I see you on it all the time. I still play Grand Theft Auto. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I guess that kind of makes sense. Uh, like, pretty much all of my Destiny Clan is like Monster Hunter now. That's what some friends of mine were saying. They were like, all of our Destiny people now move to this. Um, it's they, kind of like, I mean, same day. It's kind of like that. Why Dragon Ball Fighters blew up? Yeah, Not even no as big as Monster Hunter anymore, because Marvel fans yeah. are looking for somewhere to go, and now they right. find out with Dragon Ball. Like Destiny fans are looking for somewhere to go, and it's Monster Hunter. See, if if Mario Odyssey came out and was a <laughs> failure. It would have been the perfect time for the Glover team <laughs> to put out. Okay, we this is, we got to strike while the iron's hot. We got to put out the new Glover. But unfortunately for Team Glover, Mario Odyssey was great. So. Right. Uh, so I'm, I, I want to play more of it. Um, I will. <laughs> I'm just thinking about Team Glover. Team somewhere. Glover, man. <laughs> they're they're over at Glover Studios. They're like, we got to make something. <laughs> it's been 20 years. Well, not really. Um, it's been a long time since Glover, dude. <laughs> and another thing, it's Adam. Adam's crazy that you and I we're like all the way physical, but we both own digital copies. Of I this know. Game. <gasps> like if we're we're like the forefront of hey, you got to go physical. We are. I have two six foot tall bookshelves filled with games, but, and I have three foot <laughs> with other games. And both of us did this without even consulting no, each other. We just both realized it because yeah, I uh, I had some gift cards. Uh, left over from Christmas, and it was raining that day, and I was like, I don't feel like getting back out to the store. I'm just going to get this digitally, because anything like Destiny, there's so many times I wished I bought Destiny digitally, because, I don't know, lazy. It's so easy just, just to, to bring up the menu and click, and click over. Yeah, yeah, dude. It's one of those games where your friend's like, hey, you want to play, you want to run yep. a strike, or an expedition, or whatever the fuck you do in Monster Hunter. And All that like, stuff. Yep. And then you're like, oh wait, gotta get up off my comfy couch. Walk across the room, switch the discs, hope the PlayStation doesn't blow up or something, and no. then <laughs> now you don't have to do that. Now I have to do that. Is this um, the uh, beginning of the digital movement? No, because the, <laughs> the main reason I did this was ninety-nine percent of my friends have it on PlayStation, like normal, sane people. But one of my good friends, who is a crazy person, uh, exclusively plays on Xbox. 
Um, you better tell that person to get a PS4. I know. But they're telling me it's like opposite land because they're my only like good friend who plays on Xbox. And they're like, you're my literally my only friend who plays on PlayStation. That's so weird. I know, right? It's Hello. another weird bubble. Interesting. So I figured if it ever dropped in price, I would probably, if I liked it, buy it again on physical. Xbox and play with them and buy that one physically. So I still have a physical one on my shelf. <laughs> See? See what I did there? Smart thing. Cheating the system. Yeah. yeah right. <laughs> then I have it twice, like a sucker. Um, but yeah, I keep hopping off of Monster Hunter because I keep wanting to go back to Injustice 2. Because the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the final piece of DLC that we know about, uh, came out this week. How are they? Um, interesting. So mm-hmm. I really like what they did with them, and I also kind of don't like what they did with them. So can you explain in detail? I can, <laughs> and I will. For those who don't know, um, you know, Justice Two has been releasing new characters, and the last one are the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But it's all of them. But they take up one character slot. So everyone was trying to figure out how it would work. In the teaser trailer like three months ago, they talked about how they all fight together. So we're like, are they going to tag in and out? Are they all going to be on the screen together? That would be weird. Um, but the way it works is, uh, you know, Injustice 2 has that gear system where you can yeah. wear the different hats, the different <clears throat> arms, and whatever. And then you have an item. Well, whatever item the turtle is holding, whatever weapon it is, that's what turtle is your lead. Okay. So if you have Swords or Leonardo, if you know have the Psy or Raphael. And, they all have like the same basic moveset? Um if you pull up the, the pause menu, you have like your special moves there. Uh four out of five of them are the same. Okay. The only one What's different the fifth one. It's weapon specific to each turtle. Well that's interesting. Right. So they all basically kind of play the same. But what's even more interesting is the their circle, their character ability is different for each one too. Um you mean the trait? Yeah. Interesting. So the game defaults you to Leonardo, and his uh, character ability or trait is he can he can assist, call the other turtles in his assists. Okay. So Circle is Donatello. He comes in with an overhead with a stick. Um, forward Circle is Raphael. He throws a size. And Back Circle is um, Mikey. Mikey coming in on a skateboard. It's a low. So no matter which way they're like blocking, whatever, you can call it an assist. But it's different for the other ones because they have Leonardo? No, see, that's what's interesting because I really thought that, like, say you summon in Donatello and he comes up with a stick, then he would just stay in the field. You know what I'm saying? And then, then you would kind of switch out that way. Um, and then if you wanted to change the weapon, like, you'd have Raphael up front instead of Leo. But instead, like, Donatello's uh, circle, he drops, like, a Roomba and it, like, electrifies the ground or something. That's so weird. I wonder how that's going to work with tournament play. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, but I'll tell you in a sec. Uh, Mikey, he comes in on a skateboard, and he can, like, skateboard and jump off of it and attack people. And then Raphael's is weird, because at first I was hitting circle, and it wasn't doing anything. And I was like, does Raphael not have one? But you have to press uh, down forward triangle, and he, like, charges up and yells. Kind of like, uh, rage, I guess. Yeah, and he gives a sigh, and then you can count up to five sighs on your thing. And if you press circle, it activates an auto combo. And the more size you have, the more you charged up, the more, the better, I guess, uh, combo it does. Gotcha. And so that's neat, I guess, but it kind of sucks because his weapon-specific attack is a counter, which I hate, personally. Um... So I'm like, Raphael's my favorite turtle, and he's like the worst one to me, because he seems like he has a lot of potential if you know can use him well, and you can figure out times to like charge him up and activate those auto combos, 
but I'm not that kind of player. Gotcha. And right now I've been mainly playing with Leonardo just because you can do a lot of mix-ups with all the different assists you can call in. And I'm just playing against the computer, so it's not like I'm really playing this. And uh, Donatello's probably my second favorite. I just I hate his 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 trait. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to make it work properly. I guess I would actually have to like look into it and see for myself. I watched some yeah. videos on some of that stuff. I think what Donatello does is when you throw it and it electrifies the ground, the other player cannot jump. Oh, okay. So like it's not damaging him. It like forces him to really stand on like the ground. It probably just forces a stun if they're on the ground. Yeah, okay, that makes a little more sense. <clears throat> and um, another big problem with it is I figured they would fix this just for this instance is you have you start with uh, or you know you have like uh, you can save character loadouts. So like for Batman, I have my Batman at level twenty. So I have like an attacking like base Batman, a defensive base Batman, and ability based Batman. So like I have all the gear where each one of those stats is higher. Uh, so there's five slots you can save the preloaded stuff on. There's only three available at start though, and you unlock four, the fourth one at level ten and the fifth one at level twenty. But there's four turtles. And there's three slots. So the only way, to, from in, in my instance, so I got to level 10 to play as Mikey, is to back out, go back to the character customization, uh, swap out the nunchucks for the stick or something, go back in, and then tab over and pick Mikey. Gotcha. Uh, you couldn't... So now I have him at level 10. It only takes like two or three hours of playing like multiverse to get him to level 10. So now I have a slot for Mikey. But it's just like, that's kind of stupid. Yeah, what if you want two different types of Mikeys with different gear? Right, you can't. Ugh. Now, in tournament mode, where none of the gear is counts, a like, yeah. you, you click turtles, and then you click your turtle. Okay, which well, I that's feel like, easy. Why would they, well, yeah, why they just do that all, exactly all together? <clears throat> so, it's cool that we kind of got four new characters out of this, because yeah. they all sort of play differently, but I kind of wish... It was just like you pick TMNT and it, and you start with Leo, whoever, and whoever you like assisted in, they just stayed out, and they could still have like the character specific moves. Um, just because I'd rather fight as Raphael exclusively, but I'd rather have like Leonardo's trait, you know. But I can't have that, so I have to fight as Leo, and that makes me sad. So He's my kinda, third favorite. They kind of MKXed it. Yeah, I hear it's a lot like Triborg. Yeah, uh, which makes sense. But I want to play more of it. I uh, I've been doing. There's a turtle themed like multiverse planet right now so you can get turtle gear so i've been trying to do that cool the gear looks pretty cool too yeah I, it, it's it's kind of funny because right now i have one where he's wearing headphones with like a mask on over his mouth but his intro video is always him in the trench coat and the hat Ooh, and he nice. says something right but then he like he throws off the trench coat and all of a sudden now he has his headphones <laughs> and his mask on which he did not have he's a ninja before man. so it's just like um i'm a little disappointed in the shaders like i got some source crystals and every was... single game that has shaders man no some of the shaders are cool and i was hoping for some cool ones for the turtles they're just kind of basic and they just kind of change the color of the turtle skin a little bit or they change their pads so like if you're leo you can wear red pads mm. or oh, purple pads like comic book or style yeah yeah um, but their mask doesn't change. The mask is still blue. They or should red made a Turtles in Time shader. I know, man. yeah. That neon green color. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's a missed opportunity. Um, now, granted, I don't have a lot of gear unlocked, so if you get more gear, that might change. But you know, the basic where it has their their elbow pads and their belt or whatever, like that doesn't change much with the with the shaders. Um, but I really, I'm really enjoying playing in them. It's really funny when I'm fighting like Doctor Fate, 
I don't know who the fuck Doctor Fate is. But he seems like some <laughs> Doctor Strange looking god motherfucker, and he's like glowing and floating. He's got these onks floating around him, and all of a sudden, like Michelangelo comes flying in on a skateboard, knocks him down, and then runs back and high fives you as he runs off the screen. That's funny to me. That's pretty, yeah, that's incredibly funny. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just been playing a lot of that because uh, I'm like, I don't feel like reading all these menus in Monster Hunter. I'm gonna go back and be Ninja Turtles, and that's what I do. Gotcha. They also have this special. Because basically all I do now is play multiverse, mm-hmm. which is kind of like the towers of Mortal Kombat, and they rotate kind of like uh, every day or every hour, every week, and they have like a Valentine's Day themed one this time, and like if you beat it all, you get like platinum and diamond mother boxes, which are like the loot boxes, uh, which usually drops good gear, uh, but there are like a bunch of different fights, and they each had like a different modifier on that were Valentine's Day themed, like these magical hearts fall from the ground, and if you grab them, you get more health. Or you can, you know, be boosted in damage. Or, like, these teddy bears come at you, and if they catch you, they blow up and hurt you. Or Cupid flies over the battlefield and shoots arrows down at you, which hurts you. Or there's this weird one where, like, the screen will flash red, and you can only deal damage when the screen is red. Which is fine, Mm. I guess. Until you get to the final boss, which is Starfire. And all of those are turned on at the same time. (laughs) (laughs) While you fight a a level 20 Starfire, who those, like, final bosses are fucking ridiculous I mean, in like, and of themselves it's it's like fighting game final bosses they're always yeah, ridiculously like, overpowered this is just like a clusterfuck on stream like it's i mean it awful. makes sense just, because like, if you think that's red bad? you can't find if you're finding a damage buff a damage boost i mean a damage buff a damage nerf a health buff or a a, a damage heart that falls from the sky like you can't see anything <laughs> it's just a mess and i don't know how i'm supposed to win this yeah if you think that was bad like just you should have played freaking like Guilty Gear or KOF's final bosses. Yeah. Good God. <laughs> um, Ridiculous. I'm hoping, you know, NetherRealm will maybe announce uh, a surprise character pack. So I'm really enjoying this game. I'd love to see more characters obviously in it. Uh, people are speculating they might not release new characters, but release premiere skins, which are what turn existing characters into other characters. Yeah, I, I feel that's probably what they're going to do, too. Because A lot no, of competitive there, players aren't exactly too happy with this game right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, as a casual player, I don't... Yeah. Why? Like, why, what is... Why? Like, uh, <laughs> I can't really speak because I don't really, like, play this a game gotcha. either, but, like, a lot of people say that it's, like, a not... Like, MKX had a lot more depth to it, I guess, mm. than this game. Because okay. of the way like blocking worked, well they'll be happy next year. Worked, uh, the variations with uh, the uh, what is it? Just variations. Gotcha. The variations were a lot more interesting. Well, MKX, you know, each fighter had three stances, which yeah, kind of changed yeah. the way that changed them up a little bit. Yeah, and that's not really here in this one. Yeah, it's like you just pick a character and then that's it. Yeah, <laughs> I also really liked MKX. So I mean, like I, I guess I'm a fan of these Nether Realm games. The uh, NRS games aren't bad. No, and if if the the cycle continues as expected. We'll have MK11 next year. Probably. Which <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. That'll be a fun thing to see where they go from MKX. Yeah, the story went way the other way. Yeah, and they left it really open, though, at the end. Yeah, but is it just going to be more combat kids? Is it going to be more in the future? You know, are we going to bring weapons back? I, I imagine they're probably going to pull more of this, like, bring people back from the dead thing. Yeah. Because, like, now, like, Raiden's doing some crazy shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> and uh, I bet, you know, I, I'd be confident putting money on we'll see this uh, gear system incorporated into to Mortal Kombat 11. That'd, I imagine cool. so. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah. Um, the question is, and I'm pretty sure this answer is no, will we see any... 
like DC guest characters in Mortal Kombat. Probably not. Maybe because I know they don't want their villain, their characters, like having their skulls ripped off. Like maybe you oh, get like yeah, a villain right. or something that wouldn't be a big deal. It's like Superman shattering someone's spine. Is you there know? a DC villain whose body parts fall off all the time anyway? <laughs> That'd be perfect. Decap yeah. attack. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have to look you into that. You put like that. a Watchmen character in there or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, Rorschach would be cool. Or yeah, Rorschach. Rorschach. Yeah. He explodes anyway. Right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited to see what happens there. Um, What are other people been playing? I dominate been, the conversation. I have well, going from one fighting game to the next. There we uh, go. We had it in house actually for the city on uh, Monday at our locally owned game uh, uh, game card shop. Little oh, cool. <laughs> so that was interesting. We had like a little land like in the back corner with like five setups. We had a six person come in like over from Lafayette. Let's say isn't it three v three? So we're y'all playing all together we, against we, each other we did uh, a couple of 2v2s before we got uh, one more person to get on the fifth setup and we had someone from lafayette join in as the sixth person so we had That's like a couple cool. of 3v3s as well because that game is not was... you can't split screen that game right no okay so you, the only way to play together is to land up yeah okay which it was really fun like having like everyone just like on random teams like at one table yeah <laughs> that was really cool I also went through, like, the story, and I did, like, the boss battles, and I unlocked all the stuff that I wanted for all the characters that I play, which is just, like, Cloud, Tina, and Terra. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Now what stuff are you unlocking? Is it just new outfits or new weapons? or New outfits, weapons, um, some music tracks, uh, those affect- title customizations, icons. Does any of the, is that all just cosmetic, or is it any effect? It's like- mostly cosmetic, okay. except for the music, which you can just, oh, right, like, yeah. yeah. I just didn't know because you know, Injustice, you unlock these outfits and they like boost your punching by three percent or something. You no, know? this game doesn't have like any of that. Okay. However, like uh, at the start, you have to unlock all the EX skills though. But there's only a few of them that are actually interesting, that are actually good, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, and most of them you already have. So <laughs> at I got the you. start, <laughs> so That's it's cool. not that big of a deal to unlock them. That's nice. All right, all right. It's a it's a fun game. Like I didn't imagine that like we would actually be getting people to actually <laughs> play this game like in a card shop of all places, right? <laughs> With multiple people playing, wanted to like jump on the controllers. We had a lot of people wanted to play too. There's like ten of us like hmm. rotating out from the freaking uh uh setups. So. That seems like a great game. I'll check out when it's twenty dollars. I imagine it'll probably drop in prices a little bit <laughs> soon. I think there's an update coming out for it soon, too. That's cool. Steven, uh, anything besides Monster Hunter? Yeah, I think two weeks ago, started playing Shadow Colossus. That's right. Me too. Yeah, yeah. two of us have been playing that. Um, Man, that game's great. So I never beat Shadow. Like, I bought it on PS2 back in 2005. But I never really, like, I played it. And then, I don't know, maybe around the fourth or fifth Colossus, I just fell off. That's where I fell off. Yeah, um, and then the PS3 remake came out, and I don't think I ever bought that version. I did, and then I returned it. Yeah. Read it in, whatever. I did with it. <laughs> but man, I, I I love I love this game. I beat it in two days, which you know it's like an eight hour game. Yeah, it's it's super it's short. short. But that game has a lot to say for a game that doesn't have a lot of dialogue. Mm-hmm. Like the story, it's it's really deep, and I just felt as I was progressing. Through the game, I was like, man, I feel terrible. This just doesn't like feel... you're taking out these giant monsters? Yeah, I was like, this doesn't feel like I should be doing this at all. Why are you doing it? Well, Did they so, kill your mom or something? Well, the game starts off, and you are uh, on horseback with your beloved, who I guess she's dead, right? <laughs> yeah, she's, she's not. She's not saying much. And you, you, you take her to the altar, 
and a voice uh, basically says, you need to kill these things. No. And, so um, you do? You go out into this desolate land that has, you know, nary a wildlife aside from these lizards that run around. It's the forbidden land. The forbidden, the, the forbidden land. So there's no, there's some birds. There's birds, turtles, there's birds, and little lizards. Little lizards. There's no deer, no fauna, right? Or fawn, flora, fauna. There's plenty of that. Yeah. There's, there's no like, uh, there's no fish. Are there fish? Well, there's. There are fish. Yeah. There are fish. But anyway, just so it's this beautiful world to explore uh on 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 your horse your trusted steed what's the horse's name agro agro she's a girl horse right i would she, assume so she's a girl horse because <laughs> they don't Maybe. render parts <laughs> right but she's a girl horse and um yeah you just kind of point your sword in the air and there's like a, a light that will guide you to where the uh, colossus that you need to go to mm-hmm. next is and then you go there and you have to figure out how to kill the thing and when you do, man, it's the it's the slow motion, you know, effect of it falling to the ground. It's the music that the same little ten second music clip that plays when you kill each Colossus, and it's just then you've got this like uh, this stream of blood that comes out of them when you do that final stab, it's or like the a, whole time. It's kind of darkness. <laughs> yeah, it's not even blood. Out. It's like yeah, and then these shadows come out like from. From that 1988 movie Ghost, yeah. that one. The more the more you beat, the more show up. Yeah, it's and they, creepy. Then you are transported back to that altar, and then when you when you wake up, your body, you're being, uh, you're you're surrounded by the number of shadows that you've killed uh, based on the colossus that you've killed. And yeah, it's just a bad time. That whole game is just a bad time. <laughs> it's nothing but bad feelings. And holy hell, what an ending! I forgot like games could have good endings. Yeah, or or endings at all. Like all right. uh, this game actually has like, characters and like an ending. Yeah, know. like a concrete. Yeah, this is done. This is this is <laughs> definitely the end of this. Um, but yeah, I, I really do think that's the best game out of uh, Team Ico. Uh, it's my favorite. Everything they sure. put out. Yeah. But yeah, I beat that game. I beat another game. I beat um I, this. Well, Brandon, do you have anything else to say about Shadow? Oh, I could go on forever about you it. You played it before. You All know. right, so Shadow of the Colossus is like one of my favorite games ever. Yeah, mainly because the, the music and everything kind of comes together it as is a whole. A complete package. I uh, I kind of have a funny story with it because I first played it. What was it, 2005? You yeah. said. I was like in middle school, so whenever right. I was a kid, I was like, "Yeah, let's kill all these giant Murder things. These things! I can do this!" And by the time I got to the end, I was like, "What have I done?" I know, right? I'm a monster. You are the you are the. And so monster. now playing as an adult again, I'm like, "Okay, I feel terrible." And the the worst part about it is that you're going to these forbidden lands that you know have stories that you can revive people who've fallen, kind of like classic Star Wars story where oh, it's the best Star Wars, right? Story. <laughs> yeah. And um, you're you're killing the only things that are still alive in this land, and so it's like. Dang. Uh, who's the real monster here? Right. And then, oh, it's evident early on. Yeah, to me. by the time you get to the end of the game, it's like, well, I'm horrible and I deserve this. <laughs> Rip. Um, but, you know, it's. I think every Team Ico game kind of has that, like, weird. This doesn't control too well. So the controls, I actually had to switch. So That's they right, uh, you did. had to switch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they remapped them for modern controls. I'm used to, since it was an Eastern developed game, I was used to pressing triangle to jump and X to make my horse go, but they flip-flopped everything. Right. So I, when I picked up the game, uh, I put it in for the first time, I was like, whoa, something's not right. Because I've played Shadow so many times that it's just muscle memory to me. Right. So I was like, ah, there's got to be a way to remap this. And I went back, and I, there was. So I was able to actually play the whole game how I and you know used to instead of how it was intended, I guess. I don't know if 
like, uh, did you try to change the controls around? I played with the default controls the whole time. I just but felt at so times, wrong. I felt like I was doing the old Monster Hunter claw. Like, I, I didn't hold the controller the way you normally do. Like, mm-hmm. I would have my fingers my, in my right hand, like, hovering above the... You know, trying to, like, yeah, weirdly configure... I should have just changed the controls. But. <laughs> yeah. The only bad thing about Shadow of the Colossus is once you've played it for the first time, it kind of loses its luster because... I think the the best part of that game is just discovering how to kill these things. Oh yeah, um, and it's the challenge of being patient and trying to wait for openings. And that's exactly why I fell off it. What'd you say you had to be again? Patient. Yeah, about that. So. Especially in the beginning of the game because you have no stamina. The more you defeat, the more stamina you get. I and thought the stamina. I really think that's a virtue you need to work on, buddy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you can collect the little lizard tails and also increase your stamina. Well, that that increases your grip strength. Yeah. Or you can find fruit in a tree, and that will make your health bar. Correct. Longer. And each each one you defeat it raises a little bit more. Okay, yeah. Not by much though. <laughs> right. The um it's just so beautiful how distinct and unique each Colossus creature is. They really are all different experiences. And when you're in a boss battle and you're like, Man, I can't figure this out, but then that moment when you do, it's mm-hmm. just this great sense of accomplishment. And then you're immediately brought back down to the basement level of your feelings when <laughs> uh yeah, this beautiful thing just becomes dust yeah and when you ride to the next one like like you said holding the sword up and just following it sometimes you can see the ones you've killed and they're, oh, just, wow. they're just laying there yeah. like covered by like algae and yeah just vegetation if, if you look into the sky like there's beams of light that um emanate from the areas where you killed all of the colossus so mm-hmm. by the end of the game if you look you know into your horizon there's going to be 16 or 15 different towers of light that just kind Whoa. of cascade across the map and it's it's Evidence of your, uh, you know, macabre desires in this world. <laughs> it's very There's no escaping game. it. It is. It absolutely is. Every moment of this game is somber. And I wouldn't trade it for anything. <laughs> I love that game. Yeah. It's, it's just great. Another game that I played that wasn't so serious or, um, I mean, it was fun. It was just uh, Jamestown Plus. Which, that? So it's been around for a while. It's, it's a, you know, a, a classic shmup style game. So... I uh, think you've got like a little ship, and you're scrolling through levels, and you're moving left and right, and you're shooting other ships coming at you. Not Ikaruga, but in that vein, you know, <laughs> it's not as uh, artistic as Ikaruga, but it's fun because Jamestown is—it's uh, like a retelling of, I guess, the discovery of America. So it's set <laughs> in like the 1600s, but uh, interesting. <laughs> but you're like there's there's like Mars invaders, and you're flying this hovercraft that can shoot lasers. Was this a plus. plus game or something? I don't or? think so. I think I, I bought like, it for a dollar. <laughs> I think it was on sale <laughs> okay. for a dollar at one point. And I was like, hell yeah, I'll, I'll play that. And I never did until <laughs> uh, this past week, and I beat it. And I've been going through the challenges, you know, to try to get like, this more trophy unlocks. So that game is very difficult. All the challenge, challenge modes are insanely difficult in that game. Mm-hmm. But I did. I beat all the standard levels. Cool. It was fun. Yeah, just trying to beat some games. <laughs> You always have this fervor. Yeah, at the beginning, the beginning of the year, year, and then you just don't. Then I get like a game like Persona comes out, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna play this for 200 hours. Yeah, that happens. I'm also working on Steam World Dig One since I already beat two. That's the proper order to play those games. Yeah, it, well, it's funny because you know Steam World Dig Two really does build upon everything that made one a fun <laughs> yeah. game. Like everything is better in two. Everything. But it's like you play Sonic two and you go back to Sonic One, you're like, where's my spin deck? Oh the music's <laughs> still good though. It's new music if you've never played Sonic One. But Steam World Dig One's still really fun. 
Mm-hmm. That game, we've talked about it before on the show, or I have. It's just, it's got a fun loop, you know? Yeah. You can play the GBA version of Sonic 1 and you have Spin Dash. There really? you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know that. It's like a fan mod. <laughs> right there on the cartridge. Seems like it's like a completely different game, though. Huh. I didn't know that. What else have you been playing, Brandon? Um, so I've been playing a little bit more Super Hot VR. Okay. Uh, so I finished it, and uh, I, there's an endless mode you can play. And basically, it just kind of puts you in a room, and there's just endless amounts of people coming at you, and you just kind of stay alive as long as you can. That sounds awesome. It is really awesome. Yeah. Does it get, like, Virtua Cop-style crazy, or there's, like, four guys on the screen at once? Yeah, if you don't maintain it, like, if you don't keep killing people, they'll just keep spawning in until they rush you and kill you. Yeah. And then so, super hot, everyone you kill, their weapon flies towards you. And right. It's kind of like John Wick Simulator. Um, you feel like Neo from The Matrix, double Keanu Reeves reference, I guess. Yeah. And uh, so you're just constantly, once you get the hang of it, it's like, okay, shoot this bullet here. Throw this knife over here. This guy's shotgun's coming to me. I'm going to shoot it over my head. And then you, just, you can get as wacky as you want with it, or you can get as serious as you want. And uh, eventually, the more people you kill in that endless mode, this little triangle pops up. And if you grab it, it will warp you to another spot in that room, and it will kill everyone on screen. So if you get overwhelmed, you can kind of use that to your it's advantage. Right. I've been playing a little bit of that. And then um actually for old time's sake, I um when it came out like what, two years ago, they re released the Warriors on yeah. PS4. That's one of my favorite Trophy co op games ever. For Valentine's Day. <laughs> I love that game. Um so I'm sure everyone here has seen the Warriors, right? Yeah, it's a classic. Right. No. So you never seen the Warriors? It's really good. It's you should watch it. It's <laughs> it's a cult classic. Uh but the game takes place before the events of the movie, and eventually yeah. you do get to play the events of the movie. Uh, but it's a lot of fun because you can play co-op with someone. They usually kind of time it to where when you're doing a certain mission. For example, there's this mission called All City, and you have to go and spray paint all these subways uh, or subway trains. And so if we were playing co-op, I would be the spray paint guy, Rembrandt, and you would be the heavy guy, Snow, because I need someone to wash my back while I spray paint. So I might not be as eager to run into battle as you would be, uh, especially when you're playing on hard difficulties because they will lay you out. It's a very violent and brutal game. I love it. You can that's the only game I know of that you can kick someone until they puke. It's <laughs> a pretty good game. It's a Rockstar game. Yeah. Um interesting. That's actually a really, really good game. It's um, back when they were like, let's try to make different things. Like we're gonna make all these games, like we're gonna do table tennis a few years later. Yeah, that's one of the best movie to game adaptations ever. Huh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a little bit button mashy. If you don't like button mashing, it might not be your cup of tea. But, <laughs> or if you don't also, like brutal things. They got some of the actors from the movie to like do some of the voice work. All of them the returned except for one because of some kind of contractual issue. Yeah. But all the voice actors returned. That's pretty cool. That's awesome. And it's all their likenesses too. And can you beat the baseball bat guys? You can. Actually, there's a secret cheat code. If you beat the game on the hardest difficulty 100%, you can play as the Baseball Furies. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's actually a rumble mode. So if you want to play as any gang, fight any other I game, do. you can do that. So you can play as like the Saracens, which are like these snake guys. Or you can play as the Rifts, which are the guys that, uh, you know, can you dig it? Like, yeah. You, you know can that quote, right? you dig it? <laughs> That's that like guy, the, the, the most famous quote. That and Warriors come out and play. Yes, Isn't that the, with the bottles that happens. You can play as those guys. You can play as that guy. That's cool. <laughs> I've been seeing that guy in everything lately. Yeah. That actor. I didn't realize he in so many things. <laughs> oh, he's great. Um, but yeah, I just kind of popped in for old time's sake. Did a couple missions. Um, but uh, me and my brother used to play the game all the time. It was <laughs> a lot of fun. Good co-op game. Cool. Anything else? Eh, not really. That's really okay. it. Uh, yeah, I've mainly been focusing on Monster Hunter and Injustice. I did have some friends come over uh, earlier this week. And... 
we were running through some PlayStation multiplayer games, whatever. And then we spent like two and a half hours on Ultimate Chicken Horse. Yeah. That game, we've only played it like twice, great. and it's been a huge hit both times. Are you familiar with Ultimate Chicken Horse, Brandon? I am. I saw it at PAX South. Yeah, we played, yeah, it, at PAX. We played it at PAX. <clears throat> um, unlocked uh, like four more stages. Unlocked the squirrel as a playable character. And um, yeah, that game's great. If you don't know what that game is, it's like competitive Mario Maker. Where you play as these farm animals and you have to get from one point of this map to the other. And every round you get to place, you know, either boards or beams or traps or things that can kill you. And every time you make it to the end, you get points. And it's a lot of fun. Like, it's a lot of, it's one of those, like, exciting, like, yelling, like, oh my god games. Because (laughs) it's like a lot of close calls or someone places, you know, a crossbow right at the end and... They get sniped right when they're about to do it. And my favorite thing is, like, if a crossbow is pointed down and it kills you, it keeps just shooting arrows into your body, and your body just keeps getting, like, stabbed. It's pretty funny. That's, it's a great multiplayer. I game. heard there's a secret cheat code that you can play as the animals from Animal Farm. Oh, yeah? Interesting. Yes. That's Renee's favorite book. <laughs> Snowball the pig. And the other one who was an asshole. I forget his name. All the animals are equal, or some are more equal than others. It's a good book. Yeah, it's a great it's book. A good, <laughs> right? read, a, read a book. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, read that book. That's an important book. It's we can get into that later. <laughs> I got a, another book about socialism. Book. So. <laughs> it is an important book. <laughs> also, all news is equal, but some news is more equal than other news. <laughs> um, talking about player notes battlegrounds earlier. I, I think we should always talk about we should always talk about player knows battlegrounds oh, us and brandon's th- made this like stink face <laughs> when we brought it, I was kind of, well you know who's not making stink faces brandon the 30 million people oh, who bought this God. game Are some of those people buying it twice because they got banned maybe because while <laughs> yeah, the game so. is uh, according to this polygon article article the reason the game is just broke 30 million copies sold but player count is down but you could, well, hmm. you could factor in fatigue, you could factor in Fortnite, or you could factor in 2 million players were banned last month. Yeah. Uh, which would bring numbers down, considering a lot of those million. people are just like Chinese hackers. Yeah, more people the game. have been banned from this game than some games have player bases yeah, at all. that's crazy to think about. Um, What's the fun in cheating in this game? It's because like, what, you can get sweet gear and you can sell it on Steam for money. Okay, so it's a money thing. Yeah. They should just take that away. Yeah. That, mm. What should happen is if you're caught cheating, you're not banned, but you can't sell things. Right. Um, I, I don't know. I guess people get off on being able to shoot bullets through walls and kill each other. I don't know. That's yeah, like every game. Why does man. anyone fucking cheat at shit? I have no idea. It's just, I don't, that doesn't seem fun. Um, so congrats to them. To PUBG. PUBG. Yeah. PUBG's great. New game. office in Santa Monica. Yeah, that's really cool. Um, got the social team going on over there. Yeah. Please don't cheat and yeah, be, know, be cool. Re- retweet be you a, not cheating. Be a, <laughs> a good a good player. Don't Just be, be a bro. Player. It's like seriously, be a bro. Um, speaking of selling a lot of copies, Monster Hunter World announced they've shipped through six million yeah. units, and it's the fastest selling Capcom game ever. Man. Ever. What a Cinderella story nice. for Capcom, who's gone through a weird year. <laughs> Freeze frame. Yeah, you know, this is like a craziest time for Capcom. They had to have a lot Sony of criticism ha- for Street Fighter Five and Marvel's wow. Capcom Infinite. Street Fighter's doing better every day, almost. It's, <laughs> it's almost like the game finally came out this year. Yeah, it was a fun two-year beta period. Yeah, for real. Um, 
so yeah, a lot of people are playing Monster Hunter. No one's been banned from Monster Hunter. That and I know of. what's even crazier not yet, is anyway. not yet. Uh, it's not out on PC yet. No, it's strictly it's, console. It's another hundred copies sold once that comes out, right? <laughs> yeah, and that's where the hackers come in. Yep. Well, that's where the mods come. Yeah, that's yeah. where the mods come in. Randy Savage about. monsters. Right. Ooh, or I could be great. Randy Savage. Giant Thomas the Tank Engine. Yeah. <laughs> Can't wait. It's gonna be great. Um, Vaughn, you like Street Fighter? I kind of like Street Fighter. I like Street Fighter Alpha <laughs> Three. Is this <laughs> Alpha Three news? Is Blanca in that game? Yep. Well, he's, he's coming about to Street to Fighter Five mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. I could just play on Alpha the Three. Twentieth of February. It was one of the craziest ass costumes ever. Ooh, he had a pretty crazy one that was banned in Street Fighter Four, right? Yeah, but this one is just like I want to see. This, this is a this is a freaking like flush. Oh yeah, I saw that. Costume. Man, that thing it, looks huge. It looks ridiculous. Wait, these are just people poorly cosplaying as Blanca. Let's try this again. Mm, no, probably put in Street Fighter Five. Yeah, oh, SFV is in not. that reveal trailer for Blanca. He has a combo where he goes like. So high up in the sky, yeah, <laughs> it's like ridiculous how high up he goes for Street Fighter standards. I didn't even know the stages could go up that yeah, high. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, it looks like something out of Marvel. It makes me confirm. It, like, it, it makes me concerned that like why they made the ceiling that high. Why they even bothered to render it that much? Oh Jesus! Yeah, what no, is right? this? He looks like one. Of, he looks like a monster from Little Big Planet or something. Yeah, this is in the game. <laughs> Sort of looks like the cactus guy from, um, was that Darkstalkers he's in? Uh, I know he's in Marvel. Oh, Mingo? Yeah, he looks a little bit like a Mingo. Is this it? Yes. Yeah. Whoa, that's weird. What I'm looking at, he's green with orange hair. Yeah, yeah, it's a different color of the costume. What is that? (laughs) Like yellow and black. It's just a different color of the costume. Yeah, that's it. But yeah, it's weird. So why? Yeah, <laughs> because Ono is a weird guy. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. So weird. It's looking. hilarious, actually. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> um, man, this it like, seems like they're finally it, trying to get back on the monthly schedule for releasing characters. That's good. Which they kind of like abandoned halfway through the first season for. <laughs> um, speaking of asking why, it's like Segway City up in here. Mm. Uh, Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn has a release window. Oh. Okay, finally, that game's been development for like six years. Spring 2018. Okay. Full disclosure, I did back this game four years ago. <laughs> um, and which we already knew, but if you bought uh NBA, whatever that shitty no, whatever that shitty game was that Neil bought, uh, Playgrounds, Playgrounds. Before when is it? June tenth of last year? Let me see. Yeah, before June tenth of last year, you get a free copy of Shaq Fu: A Legend Reborn. Nice. That's hmm. because if, if you bought it on Switch. Uh, so, good job, Neil. You you got a game for free that I paid five hundred dollars for. <laughs> well, you got some other cool. Yeah, you, got I, cool you got a cool jersey. Yeah, I got my signed Shaq jersey, and amongst <laughs> other things. That's the only reason I backed it because Shaq is my favorite player ever. I couldn't really give two shits about this game. I went to a Barnes and Noble one time. I had a. Sealed, I know what I fucking hate you. You told me the story. I had a sealed copy of uh, Shaq Fu on Genesis, which I bought for five cents. Nice. <laughs> and um, I was gonna get Shaq to sign it, and the lady was like, "Hey, 
you can't sign anything except this book we're selling. Uh, and so I was going to sneak it in, but they like made me leave, so I destroyed uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I destroyed it. In a you destroyed pieces. the shack. I used to have a video of it on YouTube, but, but it was I don't a, have it, to it. It was a game that was, that just wanted to be played. Uh, <laughs> no. not, not by, not by only, my genesis. <laughs> its only point in existing was so someone could enjoy it. That's funny. Play it. Also, it was, it was horrible. Fuck horrible. them for being bitches about yeah. signing not books. Did you at least sign up for the uh, Barnes and Noble reward? <laughs> yes. No, no. Man, I was at a Barnes and Noble a few weeks ago, and uh, I was just buying some magazines or something, which I never do. And the girl was like, "Do you want the rewards card?" I'm like, "Sure." And then she's like, "Okay, it's twenty five dollars." And I was like, oh. "Whoa, hold on! I thought it was free. I thought I'm just getting like rack up some points from shopping yeah. here, but I gotta pay." 25 bucks. What is 25 dollars? People get you like 10% off a book. Or like eventually you, you know get what else gets you ten percent off a book? Amazon.com. Yeah, because the books are cheaper, but the bookstores are going to go out of business, and then when there's no more bookstores, then Amazon's like, we're just going to raise the price on your book because you got nowhere else to go. So that's mm. why you got to support your locally owned Barnes and Noble. <laughs> yeah, I love before they all go out of business, Barnes and then where am I going to go to Starbucks? There's no other. <laughs> where am I going to go to get Starbucks? Turned away from so, Shack Food. You know, like a hundred yards from the Starbucks. Starbucks. Barnes and Noble. There's a Starbucks outside and the Barnes inside and Noble. that Starbucks is a tiny Barnes and Noble. <laughs> With a few books, and you could buy some of those books. And if you look really As close the other way around, into the little Barnes and Noble, there's an even tinier Starbucks inside of that. It's just like, it's like for the little mice. It's like mice. Russian dolls. It's like Russian stacking dolls. You know what's getting really tiny? Mm. The price of PlayStation VR. Love it. They announced today or yesterday. There's that no better limited time. time $199. You know what Sony says? Nice. Jump in, yeah. is what they say. They also nice? say we're probably making a new iteration of this very soon. So we yeah. Clear this shit out. We gotta get rid of these. Man, do I feel like an idiot for buying... <laughs> Don't too. get me wrong. I, you've played your PSVR for hundreds, hundreds of hours. I have. I played it once. <laughs> and it was a fun afternoon, and I loved it. But it is a lot to keep hooked up. It, it is. is. So I unhooked it, you know, because I didn't want that shit laying all over the floor. And now you'll never play it again. I mean, probably not. <laughs> but um, yeah, that was five hundred dollars. All right, I paid eight hundred dollars for my VR headset. So there we go. Ooh. Right. We've all learned a lesson. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. The lesson yeah. is play your damn game like Brandon <laughs> and enjoy what you're spending your money on. Wait, you're supposed to like play these things? Yeah, I, I thought you're supposed I thought to you just buy them. Put them on my shelf and they look good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> Uh, is that? Yeah. Oh wait, no. I saw. Wait, hold on. I had some I had other news. Of, hold on, we'll uh, get there. What about that big Nintendo news? Uh, you do that while I'm trying to find. I mean, what I found they earlier. just showed some more Labo shit. That sh- that stuff's looking crazy. Yeah. What they show? It's uh, here insane. we go. Engli- oh, here's a trailer. Wait, a trailer for what? This is a Labo variety kit. Yeah. So like, trailer. okay, you could build a gun. Which I'm fine with Nintendo saying, here, build this gun. <laughs> but it's not a gun that shoots bullets. It shoots fun right into your TV. <laughs> so you can take your hand and put it in front of this gun and it will scan your outline of your hand. And then it zooms your hand onto your Switch. And what would you do with the outprint of your hand in a video game? Why make a, a motorbike course for you to like do sick tricks off of, of course. So the outline of whatever you take a picture of becomes hills. In like a motorcycle mini game, and you can just drive around the stuff that you took a picture of. Can't take a that picture. Sounds pretty cool. Can't take a picture of my skateboard. You can take a, be yes. There. You can take a picture of anything, and then it becomes like Excite Bike on your Switch. It looks so cool. Like that is the weirdest. That's what are they nuts. doing to come up with this crazy shit? Drugs. Probably. <laughs> That's what it is. Drugs. Whatever like, it is, it's great. I guess. The more I see of Labo, like the more I'm like, man, do I need more like shit? 
that <laughs> just kind of takes up space, probably. At least this would just biodegrade in my house. You know, not, nothing else would. The real question is, will we see any um, Labo incorporation into other games from Nintendo in the future? Maybe. I mean, this could be Mario a whole new platform for them. Um, you know, it's it's like the, I guess, the Untouched Frontier. Because it's such a new, weird thing. No one's ever tried anything like this before. Yeah, that's... Like watching this trailer right now with no sound and with Japanese words. And then the fishing good, thing where it's like you can – you have the fishing controller and the the line for your fishing controller like tucks behind the switch in a stand. Uh-huh. And you're like reeling, reeling it, in, it in. And then you're, the movement of the fishing line is mirrored on the actual – so it's like the on the switch, it's like the game yeah. interpretation of how you're moving the line. This is nuts. It's AG Rumble. And to celebrate, you know, all the drugs they were doing when they made this, it comes out on 420. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Jeff Kersman had the best tweet for that. <laughs> what was that? It was uh, every, all the competitors of Nintendo were like, hey, man, we got this shit in 4K. These polygons are sick. And Nintendo's like, whatever, let's build robots on 420. <laughs> let's build cardboard robots on – I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. Hey, guys, let's build cardboard robots on 420. That's Nintendo's – this is the weirdest thing I watch. I'm watch the Labo trailer if you're listening to this podcast. Because yeah. it's crazy. It looks fun. Well, I probably won't buy it, but man, some people are going to have a lot of fun with this thing. Yeah, for sure. If I had kids or, you know, a kid, I would be like, let's <laughs> oh, build yeah. this cardboard stuff for together. For sure. It's I used be to build like bonding, cardboard uh, things all the time. I made, you know, Ninja Turtles playsets uh, out of cardboard. Like I made a Technodrome playset and drew like the teleporter thing like on a back <laughs> piece of cardboard. Because I didn't have a Technodrome playset. There was one eventually. But I made one out of cardboard, so I think kids kids like cardboard. I love cardboard. Start to smell bad and throw it away. Go it's get some all, new it's cardboard. It's fun until you get a cardboard cut. Oh, it's the worst. Oh. I've got plenty of cardboard cuts in my ears. <laughs> um, friend of the show, Eric Pope, who used to work for Harmonix, now yeah. works at Ubisoft on For Honor. Yeah. Uh, for Honor, uh, just hit over 7.5 million players. Nice. And That's it's good. one year of existence. That's huge. Uh, it has over 1 million unique monthly active users. That's still going to be a tournament and a final round this year. That's interesting. interesting. I mean, they yeah. just added uh, dedicated servers finally to this game. Wow. So, you know, no that more host advantage, happy. no more leaving. Uh, Man, you know. Ubisoft's really playing the long game on, like, all their, you know. Yeah, because all their games kind of fall flat. I mean, I wouldn't say that, but they don't, like, they're not Call of Duty numbers, but nothing is, right? No. Well, yeah. PUBG maybe at this point. PUBG, certainly. But they all kind of come out to, like, okay, well, that's a thing that was fun for a week. But then, like, two years later, they're like, wait, people are still playing Rainbow yeah. Six Siege? Yeah, and like, 700,000 people man, are still playing. Or saw, more. I played The Division the other day. Um, me and my friend Jacob, we, we got into that. And uh, there's so much stuff to do in Yeah, here now. they're it's, still, like, updating that. It's actually a lot of fun. I feel like I think we might have mentioned this last week on the show. Like the uh, Destiny and the Division success are like inversely related. As like one goes down, the other one goes up, and it seems like Destiny's on the on the down right now, and, and Division's coming back up. Uh, I know for a while there on the subreddit, like the developers were at war with the users, which is pretty funny. <laughs> oh. And now you go to the Destiny subreddit, it looks like a war zone. So uh, congrats on For Honor for hitting that milestone to celebrate a year, like yesterday I think or two days ago. Yeah. It was this week. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, Brandon had some numbers that I told him to save from we're actually talking about microphones. Yeah. Uh, what is it? The best selling <laughs> games of last year? Uh, this is a top 10 best selling games of 2017. 
Uh, do we want to take guesses before he reveals? Unless you, do you know this? Do you um, know numbers? Well, number sometimes? one would have to be wait, 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 wait. This is by the way before you guess. This is not including digital sales, okay, and not PC either. So this okay, is just console. Okay, so number physicals. one would have to be Call of Duty, right? Um, Call of Duty, I think, would be. I guess. Maybe. I mean, it, it is only two months, so I could see something I else taking it. over it. Um, but well, Mario sold nine million. I, I don't know if Call of Duty sold more. How much does Zelda sell? Less than Mario. Yeah. Why don't we just dispense with the guessing? Okay. Go, to go ahead. Do you want me to count from ten to 10 one? Ten to one. That's I how you count Grand things. Theft Auto 5's on there. Right. Sure. So I'm saying Grand Theft Auto Five at eight. So <laughs> number ten is Mario Kart Eight. Okay. Impressive. What was that? Nice. Like five million copies. I'm like assuming that. that's just the Switch one. I, I don't know. It just, yeah. It just says Mario Kart 8. It doesn't right. say Deluxe. Yeah. It, I mean, it probably. Um, number nine is Super Mario Odyssey. Oh, that's well, surprising wow. to go. me because that sold so much. Mm-hmm. Number eight is Star Wars Battlefront 2. Yeah. I yeah. figured that would be in there somewhere. I mean, the, you market a game enough right. with a name like that. It's, well, something It's still like 11 million, I think. Yeah. That was bundled with a lot of things. True. That counts. For, for holidays. That counts. Yeah. That's why Does Wii it? Sports sold like 250 million right, right, or whatever. Yeah. So, and that was on, there was holiday bundles for Battlefront on Xbox and PlayStation. That's so, true. Huh. I'd imagine that that goes into the count. Um, GTA Five is number six. <laughs> You're close. Yeah. The, fact, the game's five years old. Well, yeah, so, well, well, four I, years old. Twenty seventeen. It's eighty million. Oh, my bad. Pass that up. <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. Okay. Uh, so that's that's on there as well. That's a Ubisoft game that kind of came out like uh, and kind of kept going. I'm gonna go back and watch that terrible E3 presentation. Oh God. It's just really bad. Like banter between two people online like that no one talks like this yeah the fact that grand theft auto 5 still sells that well is ridiculous it will eventually have sold 100 million copies <laughs> i think oh, it's at totally. 90 i thought it was at 80 i, I, I thought it was at 90 I think it's 90 maybe it's now. 90 I'm not surprised yeah. if it's at 90 right now yeah uh so after six which was grand theft auto number five is legend of zelda breath of the wild nice oh, there you okay go. and here comes your top four which is no surprise really uh, number four is Madden, Madden NFL 18. Duh, duh, gotcha. Oh, shit. FIFA's number one. Uh, number three is Destiny 2. Whoa. Destiny's child. And that's interesting if they're not including digital sales with that. Because remember huh. when we when you first came out, you sent me that yeah. article, like, sales right. are down. I said, well, digital sales are probably up. That doesn't include digital or PC. That's what this list says. This, huh. this is from GameSpot.com. Oh, I've heard of so, that. Internet right. website. <laughs> um Madden. Number two is NBA 2K18. 2K18. Mm-hmm. Okay. FIFA. And, and FIFA. FIFA. Number one is Call of Duty World War II. Uh, well, where's wow, FIFA? This list no, sounds broken. It, 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 it make it. Is it America? It, yeah, is this just the U.S.? I did, didn't say. Just said, GameSpot needs to get there. I, I, yeah, I could try to look it up. As of uh, an IGN article in November of last year, GTA sold $85 million. Yeah. So. G-Bus. They were at 80 million in May of last year. It's a good game. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> it's like super popular. It's the, it's the best game if you have like eight to ten friends and you need a game to jump into. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Eight That's, to ten. What if you friends. have wait? What if you have two to four friends? <laughs> Let me recommend another game for you. Oh, you can still jump into that, but whenever you need like a party game, that game has so many dead modes in it, though. Like. There's like mm. a sumo wrestling with cars mode. That sounds that, great. It's fun. That <laughs> sounds crazy. It's like literally, but these modes, they release them and they die. So like, yeah. they have this mode called sumo. It puts you on a rooftop and you just got to Have they tried uh, Grand Theft Auto Bowling? I hear bowling, <laughs> bowling is very popular. Oh, an article from last week broke 90 million. Yeah. People keep buying that Grand Theft Auto. 15 million alone in 2017. 
Jeez, wow. And that's why it's, what, number six or whatever? Is, is that yeah, one copy six. for every new console sold? It seems that way. Well, some people, you know, I bought it on three. I bought it twice. I bought it on 360. I have it on PS4. Yeah. That game's still 60 bucks, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, it goes on sale every now and then. Right. But it's still put it on Switch somehow. They could sell another 10 million copies. <laughs> easily. <laughs> Very easily. Uh, that's all the news I have for this week. Did I miss anything? Nothing comes to mind. Perfect. Let's move on to my new favorite segment of the show. Ruma has it. Got a one hot, 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 hot. This is like a Ruma. fiery, this raging. This thing is like burning down the microphones right now. It, it is okay. such a hot Ruma. If this, if you could blow this out of your mouth, you'd melt. This whole room. This would almost would probably just fit into the news segment at this point. But rumor has it from like every news source ever that Spyro the Dragon HD collection is going to come out this year. Uh, duh. Spyro blows fire, by the way. I mean, I I'm know. not surprised, and I'm super hyped for it. <laughs> uh, I mean, it makes sense. This is a good rumor. We had Crash last year successful. Same people own the rights to Spyro currently. Yeah. And you know, Spyro is a great franchise. It is the second best imaginary purple dragon that exists in in the planet. So I'm excited. Barney, yeah. No, Figment. Barney's a dinosaur. Barney's a dinosaur. (laughs) Figment is a dragon that is is purple and imaginary. That would be the best. But then Spyro is a close second. I actually like the Spyro games more than Crash games. Really? Same. I think I played. I think I have all of them, but I think I only played the first one as a kid. Yeah. You just like run around and collect gems and shit, right? I, I love that shit. I mean, you you blow me, yeah. fire on enemies and you can have these <laughs> yeah. like flying segment levels. There's platform charging. I mean, it's it definitely like you know straight up '90s 3D platformer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does that translate well in 2018? Well, does Crash Bandicoot? You can play crash, these 3D yeah. platformers anytime you want. I think this game sells on nostalgia, not quality. Of the no, game. you're not wrong. You're not wrong. I'm just saying, like you know. uh ukulele came out and it kind of fell on its face and that, that was basically banjo that's because but it's not, like, it's like really banjo game. and it's like a remake yeah, of right. it like the map, like, i heard the map felt dated the map design in that game wasn't really all that great gotcha i, and that's I remember like what's 50 percent of that game i remember the ps1 era that the spyro games were actually like preferred by reviewers over the crash games mm-hmm. just as far as like the gameplay goes right oh yeah know, it's gameplay is great uh level design's good yeah, I mean, I'll Had probably pick this up and want to give it another, give it another shot. I wonder, will there be a special edition with a pair of socks, Sparrow <laughs> socks to go along with my Crash Bandicoot socks? Got that hot upsell the other day. Yeah, someone brought up a copy of Crash Bandicoot to the counter, and they had a, a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Here, here's the key: if you're in sales, <laughs> if someone already has a bunch of something, if you suggest them to buy something else, they're probably going to buy it. They right? just love buying things. They just, you, they already got a bunch of stuff, so they had the regular copy of Crash, and I'm like, this is great. Like you made a great choice, <laughs> but let me tell you, we got another copy of this game for ten bucks more that comes with these sweet socks. Look at these Crash Bandicoot socks. You could be wearing them tomorrow. And sure enough, she uh, she decided. She said she loves special editions, so she got the sock version. Mm-hmm. Which damn, I'm happy that that we did sell that because we haven't sold a single copy <laughs> of the, the socks. socks version since we got it. But um, gotcha. There sold you go. That one. Yeah. Total sidebar, that list was for United States. Only. There we go. Oh, okay. Sense. Nobody That's... plays FIFA out here. No. Nope. <laughs> in the UK and in you know the Middle East, FIFA is number one. NBA is the FIFA of America. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, this this is happening, right? Like this is yeah, this oh, is yeah. for sure. Yeah. Is this like uh, they were trying to save it for E3? Or do you think it's going to come out so before that? Sean Layden comes out of stage. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a T-shirt, man. He's got a Spyro T-shirt. <laughs> And then 
he announces. Like, All right, fuckers. Well, obviously here. I'm back here. <laughs> I'm back here in Los Angeles. You're all here. You all know what's going to happen now. So why don't I thank you? And I'm going to stop talking. And let's get straight to the trailers. And then 40 minutes later, he walks back on the stage. Thank you very much for coming out tonight. Spyro is coming tomorrow. It is out in stores tomorrow. That's my Sean Layden impression. That's good, Sean Layden impression. Thank you. So. Good rumor. I think that's oh, a good yeah. rumor. This is the first time in a while we've had a good rumor. I know. Because oh, they must have been recently. bad rumors. That's true. Well, there's Bring another that. rumor that I have. What? <laughs> okay. Can you re- insert a record scratch oh, right at that I moment? Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what was that Marvel game that got like shut down last year? Oh, yeah. Marvel, Marvel Heroes. Heroes Omega. Omega. Yeah. Well, apparently, like uh, on the Steam community, the same person that predicted that is also saying that Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite will shut down in October <laughs> this year. <laughs> now, what does that mean, shut down? Because like Marvel vs. Capcom... Kind of like the same way that like Marvel... Three kind of like dropped off for a bit, oh, okay. or like they took it off the store. Like, oh, no, no, like, no, maybe time to buy out, a copy, all that stuff. Yeah. Okay, because okay, but you, if you have it, you can still play it, but not because Marvel Heroes it was an online only game, so they shut servers down. You could not, you can't launch that game. You can't play it. Yeah. Where, but that's like I remember what you're talking about in Marvel Three and Deadpool and right. X Men Arcade. All those games got pulled from all shops. Yeah. Huh. It seems like Marvel Infinite is probably going down that road. Uh, I think they said they're gonna like shut it down the next DLC pack like halfway through because mm. like reception's just not received all that well for the game. And now they can be like, guess what, motherfuckers? That was all fake. Marvel vs. Capcom Four. Mm, I X-Men. doubt it. With X Men, I seriously doubt it. Yeah, me too. Like if this game fails, I don't think we'll see another Marvel vs. Capcom game. Ever. But I would love a Capcom vs. Capcom game. Yeah, yeah. Enough <laughs> amazing characters. I mean, it kind of sounds like. Uh, Disney is not the easiest to work with huh. when it comes to these hmm. games and their Same. property. All these Disney games. I, I, I've heard it like Disney's not really involved in this at all. This I mean, Marvel it's okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Disney owns Marvel, but like Marvel's still like their own thing, I guess. Right. But it seems like there would be X Men characters if it if was it, up to Capcom. If it was up to Capcom, so Disney slash Marvel is very heavy handed. Oh yeah, of course. X Men is X Men characters are the genesis of this franchise. No, hundred percent. It is literally you cannot have Marvel versus Capcom without X Men characters. I'm sorry. Of course. It is. This is an MCU advertisement. And it's mm-hmm. soulless. It's, yeah. it's it's just such a terrible game, and I've it, it's just frustrating because I've I've loved this franchise since you know before it was a versus game. Yeah. Right. And uh, to see the way it is now, it's just like uh, nothing about this experience right. is satisfying to me. Everything about this game leaves me wishing that it was something else. So like, maybe what if, you're not the only one that thinks. What that. if instead of Marvel characters, you had Dragon Ball Z uh-huh. characters? Oh, okay. I'm listening now. <laughs> and instead of uh, Infinity Stones, you had Dragon Balls. What? And instead of uh, bullshit, you have um, a dragon. But can I get <laughs> is Magneto and Storm and Sentinel? Maybe in the, they Cyclops. haven't officially announced DLC oh, Pack One yet man. for Dragon Ball Fighters, so Magneto might be in there. I gotta have my Magneto. I don't think Magneto there's anyone in Storm. Dragon Ball that has magnetic power. <laughs> well, no, like, literally, Goku Magneto. hasn't really realized that ability. <laughs> right. Definitely still. Hey, they made up a character already who says they can't make up. Another I love Android I mean, I guess 21. They can make up another Android 21 is adorable. So, nah, not the mind. whatever. <laughs> I, that's my favorite form. 
Oh my god. Ugly we hell. simply disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just it's okay Not to disagree, fan. but no, it is no okay. you don't have to be disagreeable. <laughs> um I have a talking point I want to bring up. I guess Wait, he, is this a rumor? Sort of. Because this is the rumor. Side. I know. We, we, still don't even, we still don't even know if this is a good, good rumor oh, or not. Oh, this is absolutely uh, a good rumor. You think it's a good rumor? Marvel shutting down? Yes. I'm going to say bad rumor. You're nuts. You're as crazy as, as I was. I'm going to pull it from stores. Why not? I wouldn't be surprised. They Why did it with they, three. They do it with every other game. That's because that was when Marvel rights were up in the air because Disney bought them out. And that's when all that shit got pulled. And now it's all back. Including Deadpool, which they made a PS4 version I think of. Disney's weird enough to say that, yeah, these games are only available until they're not. If they're going to do that, they're going to do it with this next unsubstantiated rumor. Weird talks. Rumor has it that Disney might pull what? the Star Wars exclusivity away from EA now, after backlash from Star Wars Battlefront 2. Does that mean mm. that they would pull the game from the store? Would um, you no longer be able to play it? That's a good Would question. They t- pull the servers? No. I don't think any of that happens. I just think that if this is true, um, other people will make Star Wars games that aren't electronic arts. Yeah. Good rumor. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I probably I mean, think this Do you really want to too. Ubisoft open world? Like, now the map is open. Look at the no, Tatooine. You can go anywhere you want. If they, you know. See that dune? You we'll can see, climb it. The correct answer would be I would love, like, you know. CD Projekt Red to take this over. Oh yeah, but they're too but, busy. But they're well, and they're too small. Yeah, they're going to go to someone like Activision or Activision because they're the other big player <laughs> in the third party realm. You know what I'm saying? So you want CD Projekt Red and I want Platinum. Yeah, and neither of us. Now that we get that, yeah. and like EA really sucks, but also Activision seems like they would really suck. Like making I don't know, Star- man. The, their Call of Duty campaigns are very interesting. And that's the one thing that's not interesting with right. Electronic Arts, right? But, I mean, Activision, you know, we talked, I don't know if you're on the show, was it last week, two weeks ago, no. where, like, Activision led the, the league in $4 billion from microtransactions last year. They have a lot of microtransactions. Microtransactions. Yeah, Out of just over $7 billion in the industry, Activision has four of them. You don't have to. I didn't buy a microtransaction last year, right? Sure. You don't have to buy a microtransaction. I'm just saying, cause other than the story being shit, the biggest complaint with Battlefront was the Michael transaction. Right, it was the Michael transaction. And if why are we saying Michael transaction? <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> <laughs> Drop my wedding ring. <laughs> um. So I mean, just <laughs> oh, well, buy another one off <laughs> I just don't. I mean, Activision really knows how to run. Historically, knows how to run its franchises into the ground. And I don't think they would be much better. But historically, if you want to throw the H word around, Ooh. it takes Activision like six to eight years to, <laughs> to run the something. franchise in the ground. So the first one would be great. Spider-Man so 2 was great. Six years of great Star Wars games is worth two years of <laughs> shitty ones at the end. Like that's def- Okay, here about, I'm going to throw this out there. Yeah. Star Wars, Activision. Yeah. Work in project. Title and project. It's title. Uh, it's not the final title. Is Devin working on this one? Devin is not. He's working on the open world RPG. So it opens up Tatooine. Your your hero you created. Yep. In the warehouse, skateboard to the ground, <laughs> downhill into the warehouse, and you got to collect letters. You got to like do tricks and tapes, shit. Secret tapes. Co- collect the tapes. It's got an awesome Pennywise soundtrack. There's some other stuff in there. You know, Darth Maul was in. I know. Four? So Three. Three. what I'm saying is they Three. just need to make Tony Hawk 1 
But Star Wars. But with Star Wars. Or was the was the warehouse Tony Hawk 2? I don't remember. I think it was Tony Hawk 2. There's a warehouse, warehouse, warehouse all in all of them. Okay. <laughs> there was one of them. One, two, well, you drop in and you three, go and you crash through the glass. Yes. Like the first tape or S was That up is one. That's one. That's yeah. your Star Wars tape. Tape was up there. And then next year, how do you how do you reinvent that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So cut to scene. Darth Vader opens up the hall. There's a box in front of him. He opens it up. There's a tiny toy guitar with five buttons on it. He picks up the guitar. He starts playing the Star Wars theme. He's shredding. You gotta hit, you gotta beat match the notes to the Star Wars music with the plastic guitar. Mm-hmm. The cantina band, man. That too. <laughs> you, you get to play in Jabba's palace. You need to save that for the sequel. The first game, we just do the guitar. And then the sequel, we do the whole band. The you, whole get band. The, you get the Max Zebo yeah. all the way around. That's, that's the for the piano. third one. For for the third Star Wars rock band game, we introduce the keyboard. <laughs> okay. And then we throw the camera back in and you're dancing. We got, you got your dancers at Jabba's palace. You got your on the keyboard, so there's years of, of quality Activision Star Wars. Games. <laughs> but you forgot the one where we have the titty peripheral. The, oh and, god, and this, the this blue podcast milk. is rated M now. The oh, blue no. milk comes look, out. I can't, um, I can't endorse anything Star Wars for the past three years. <laughs> it's the alien. I think it's man. weird when it's like I look back at episode one and I'm like, yeah, that's some good Star. That's Wars. a good, that's a good Star Wars right there. That's now that's now this is what I call pod yep. racing, you know. <laughs> That's some good shit. The uh, <laughs> I think this is also a bad rumor. I don't see this. Uh, here's happening. what I see happening. I see Disney taking the development back in house and giving it a year and a half where they cancel it all again. You think? Disney has a history, a cycle of in house development for about two years, right? Because mm-hmm. they, they they bought Turok Studio. They bought yeah. what was that racing game that's now backwards compatible on Xbox One? Fuse? No, no, it was. It came out the same like day as Fuse, but it was like the disasters are happening oh, all around you. Oh yeah, a split second. Yeah, so they bought those studios and yeah. we're like, shit, Disney's gonna make some. These are great games. The great game companies are gonna make some great games, and they right. shut all those down. Okay. And then Disney Infinity, like six, seven years later, mm-hmm. you know, they shut all that shit down. So it's almost time for Disney to start in-house development again. I wonder if this. Not directly, but indirectly affects Crystal Dynamics Avengers game that right. they're secretly working on. Because, I mean, I know two different things, but if Disney is becoming hesitant or whatever with their Star Wars properties, they also have Marvel. So, like, yeah. or maybe they could see, like, hey, you can make good video games if you don't give it to, like, huge mega corporations who just, like, focus tested to death, you know? Mm-hmm. Or, but, but, hey, it sold 11 million units. Exactly. So that's, guess it's what? Like that's one a, of the most a, successful games that came out last well, year. Well, it was on that list like seven or something. Yeah. Like, and it came out in the last part of the year. Exactly. So that, all the money's going to Disney's pocket. Well, I think so some of, some of that money's going to Disney's pocket. Some's yeah, going to EA yeah, pocket. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think this is going to happen because I think it's too big of a deal. Um, like business deal, not like a deal deal. Yeah. But uh, it could be that we see some changes in the way some of these Star Wars games are being developed going forward. I don't know. You got a hundred stormtroopers mm. falling <laughs> to an island. <laughs> all right. Oh, God. Do it. I, I, think, I, I think all these are good rumors, and if they don't like actually take Marvel Infinite down from the store, they're definitely seizing development. For it. Oh, what yeah. There's, they're not going to be putting that. That I can see that happening. Unfortunately, as much as we're like, oh, Disney bought Fox, now we can have X Men. You know, 
I don't know. That, that game's happening. That game's dying. Does anyone <laughs> remember that there was a GameCube, PS2, Xbox era Star Wars game that was basically Twisted Metal? Yes. Star Wars. No. There were like Star Wars Demolition. Yeah, there were so many crazy Star Wars games. That was all Lucas Arts, right? Yeah. You yeah. could play as Boba Fett on his little jetpack and get <laughs> massacred. Oh, I mean, there were oh, Star man. Wars real time strategy games on yeah. PC. There was like Star Wars Stealth. Republic Commando. Squad-based first-person adventure games. Third-person perspective action games. Jedi Jedi Academy, Jedi Outcast. Pod Um, racing games. Pod arcade games. Spaceship games. Yep. And now now what? There's nothing. Nothing. It's first-person shooty-shooty-bang-bang. No matter what genre of games, there was a Star Wars version of that game you could play. Now it's one broken... (laughs) Overpriced Michael hey, transaction. But <laughs> it's it looks really good. It does. It looks really good. Because the reason you know we were talking about Marvel versus Capcom in this, uh, one was it the CFO of EA? You know, was talking about the you know putting the progressions behind loot boxes. We're like, well, we couldn't. We want to do cosmetics, but like couldn't have pink Darth Vader running around because <laughs> you know Disney didn't want that or something. And all right, you could do uh, tri- my uh. Cosmetics different than just pink Darth Vader. Running you could around. do all the different. We see yeah. Darth Vader in different yeah. situations. You see Darth Vader with his yeah. yeah. You have Luke in his black clothes. You have Luke in his white clothes. You have Luke in his Jedi robes. You have his Luke pilot in his outfit. pilot's, pilot's outfit. outfit. Like so, you, anyway, you could do that. So don't bullshit me. Um, right. But you you know, obviously, Luke. yeah, obviously, you know, Disney is taking their IP seriously, and they don't want people just fucking around with it. But it also seems like it hurts from a creative. Oh uh, no, you do. They should want people fucking around. Well, I don't. Right? I don't disagree with you, but they're playing it super safe, as opposed also with you know Madeline and Marvel, where it's like only MCU characters. We're gonna focus okay. on the Infinity Stones. We're gonna this movie coming out next There's, day. I mean, and no X Men. Fuck you. They also have a lot of money to expend. They do, here's what you do. But they don't want to do it in games. You, here's the problem. You, you got a hundred Star Wars executives. They are, they're all on an airplane. You drop <laughs> them on an island. And it's all the executives <laughs> fighting each other for the best idea of a game to put out. What okay, let's let's what's what's the over under this year on battle royale modes that in, in, infest um, other other well, games? Well, Red Dead's gonna have it, right? Let's remember. Red Dead. Red Dead's so gonna have it. A guy it. from Take Two yeah. came out and said, Hey, that's an interesting inquiry, but uh, we're trying to be. We don't want to be derivative. We want to be oh, innovative. Of course, you say that. But then your mode, it's like everyone has a hat, so it's different. <laughs> right. Because in Who their knows? mode, you're not guaranteed a hat. Right. But in our mode, you are. So I mean that. I think it's fairly certain. Battlefront, Battlefield, fuck, Battlefield slash Call of Duty. One of those has to have one, right? What? Oh like, yeah. Like Battle yeah, Royale mode. Yeah. Um. Spin that why off and sell both? it just by itself. Yeah, yeah why, why not, not both? Yeah, you're not wrong. I'm not having zombies this year, motherfucker. We're having well, a battle Well, it's arena. Black Ops. So they're probably going to have zombies, right? Because that's every Black Ops game. We're doing Black Ops. I mean, yeah, they haven't announced but, anything but, but yet, right? Actually okay. developer. No, they haven't. How about but this? Black zombie battle royale. Holy, Holy shit. shit. <laughs> on an hundred zombies on an island. No, no, no. You have a hundred people, but there's already zombies down there that get in the way. How about this? What if you get bitten by a zombie, you become a zombie, Yo. and then you have to kill the That actually sounds like fun. I'm going to do Peter Molyneux style. A hundred islands <laughs> fall. Hundred, you're, you create an island. A hundred islands fall onto a planet. And then the islands have to battle each other for like dominance of the species that roam the planet. 
So it's no, hundred islands. Are the islands competing. physically clashing into each other, or are they're you, separated are by you water? Building civilizations on the islands, yes. and then those no. civilizations to fight the other civilizations. You create, and you just kind of point like a god. And you don't too control much. these. You create every aspect of just your island, but you can't touch someone else's island. But if you build a better mousetrap, then you're oh, going to get more species shit. to come to your island. Okay. And then if your island doesn't, so if the tectonic plates of the, the planet <laughs> shift to the point where your island is on the part of the map that's blinking. Then you, you're gone. If you can't shift your island away <laughs> while the lasers are like taking the. I need, I need to cut all of this out. This this is is, we need to call. We got good ideas. Mr. Activision. I, and be like, hey. I just wrote myself a letter uh-huh. with these ideas. Perfect. I'm going to have it. It's notarized yep. already. Timestamp. And I'm afraid it just became a notary public. I'm mailing it to myself. (laughs) So if you steal this idea, then you're gonna I'm gonna sue you because I've already notarized this and sealed the envelope. So and this is gonna go out before we send this podcast out. Perfect. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Let's see what's coming out next week. Nothing coming out. Hundred games fall into the game store. (laughs) It's not November yet. No. But Bayonetta 1 and 2 Combo Pack on Switch comes out today. Nice. I think they should put the 1 in parentheses. Yeah, because it's really Bayonetta oh, 2 no. and 1 digitally. Does this mean that the box art's going to have that terrible... Probably. No, it can't. I've, I made a vow. <laughs> I made a blood oath that I said I would never buy a Switch game that had that box art with the top with the chunk missing. You must have the internet. You have to have a... Do you, do you notice that? Some Switch box arts have like a... I don't know, like an inch and a half big box on the top part. Uh, according mm. to this picture on Amazon.com, it does not. Interesting. I'm, I'm confused. So, Wait, like, let, if you let, buy, let me, let me show you. Yeah. Let me let me hit you. With a picture's you know, like worth a couple words. If you want NBA 2K18 on Switch, you get the box art, and it has this huge. God, does it have Kyrie Amazon. Irving on it? It does, in a Celtics jersey. You get this huge box art that says. Internet download required. It's like a quarter of the fucking oh, box wow. art is just oh. like one thing. I mean, you don't have to download anything off. No, the but the Bayonetta. But that's the, yes, you do. Yes, you do. The whole first game. the entirety of Bayonetta oh, one. Oh, wow, really? <laughs> yeah, I did not know that. This is, but oh. I guess it's the. I guess technically wouldn't have this because it's not required to play Bayonetta two, which is what you're buying. No, it says on the box art Bayonetta one and two. No, no. So the, you're the, you're, the, the, you're the buying buying has Bayonetta two on. You're buying Bayonetta yeah. two. And yeah. as a bonus, you get a download for Bayonetta 1. It's not required. So for Bayonetta 2, it's not required. Like right, NBA right. is when half the game needs to be downloaded on an SD card. Because yeah. they don't want to fit it all on the Switch well, card. I think even Doom has that. But, it, the, but Doom doesn't have that stupid fucking the thing. The multiplayer is not required. It just Right. Doom so, box so it's, it's not required. The... No, it doesn't. Hmm. But you know what does is... Um, what's that game? Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah. That does. does, and... They should make reversible cover art for that. Really I'm sorry, should. it like, just looks I, bad. I understand what they're kind of going for there, I guess, yeah. to help all of the moms who don't know how the internet works. But, yeah, it really should. But no, it has the Bayonetta 2 box art in the corner, kind of like Funky Kong added. It says Bayonetta 1 included, right. digitally. So, nice. That comes out also today, uh, Faye? Fee? Faye? Mm-hmm. On a PS4, Switch, and PC. I didn't know it was an EA joint. Yeah, man. That's EA getting creative. Yeah. EA create. Um, Ship it. It's in the game. And then next Tuesday... I didn't realize Metal Gear Survive comes out next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Tuesday? I, you know, I've heard good things about There's that. There's another beta this weekend. Yeah. That is... I, uh, that's what uh, GameInformer.com says, and also Google.com says it comes out on the 20th, that's which weird. is next week. Um, I guess I can see if I can buy it on Amazon. Because that seems like... I mean, that Dragon Ball beta came out, like, that 
last beta was a week before that Friday. It's pretty much like a server test run. Probably. Yeah, I mean at that point. Um, let me check. Amazon says February twentieth. So yeah, that's coming out next week, y'all. Jeez. Forty bucks. You in? No. It sounds pretty good to me, but oh, yeah. I already have I'm it. Gonna, so. I'm, Metal, wait, no, I'm Metal Gear Survive. It. Never mind. Yeah. Oh, you're two games behind. My B. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, great. Probably not though. My actual answer. That's it for your new releases. Cool. I accidentally clicked this iTunes button on my computer, so I can sure probably blow up happens. because I don't even know why I have this attached to this uh -huh. bar. Well, you might want to check that out as soon as this is over. I will. Cool. How does this laptop know when I'm like holding the pen in front of it, but I'm not touching it? Does Magic, it know? dude. It's like moving the cursor around. Oh, yeah, it comes to the pen. See, that's what we need for work is a pen on the computer. Well, yeah. Exactly. That's like $8 billion, so we can't this, have that. Yeah, this is like $800. Um, 300 man. What's that? We got ours for 300 Oh, yeah. Oh, you got a service for that cheap? No, it was HP. Oh, well, still. Yeah, those. that's a Black price. Friday. Yeah, it's... Oh. These are this is normally eleven. And it came with a pen for free. Yeah, this they sell this separately. That's it for your new releases this week. That's it for iTunes ever existing on this laptop ever again. <laughs> now let's take a trip back to the past with Retro Rewind. <laughs> That sick ass bumper music, courtesy of Brandon Jolly, right here. Thank you, Brandon, for that. I can put like a reverb in there Ooh, for you if, you, if you'd like it. Cool. <laughs> Just send me an audio file of someone saying it. No, it's more fun when Vaughn does it himself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so this week for Retro we Rewind, we can either talk about uh, the worst Mario Kart game or the best Mario game. Um. Well, we would probably get into a much heated, uh, heated debate over Mario Kart. So let's perfect. Just, let's let's go, just go with Mario. Let's go back to the year 1990, hmm. when Super Mario Brothers 3 graced us here in America on the you. Nintendo Entertainment System. Yo, that was remember that the, movie, uh, The Wizard? Yeah, that that yes. was the. <laughs> I, I would say Mario 3's release was like the apex of Mario hysteria in the <laughs> yeah, world, right? I agree. Because it was like at that point. They had actually uh, given a little factoid out that Mario was a more recognizable uh, fictional character to children than Mickey Mouse. That's crazy. Crazy. Yeah. You know, by the by the late '80s, by 1990, Mario had overtaken you know the mainstream uh, attention. Yeah. Of uh, of the world, and Mario Three is such a landmark game, right? It's like it expounded upon and informed what a platformer was and is and will be yep. for a decade. A lot of people say it's still one of the greatest of all times in that genre. And it's the full package. It's like the music and the control and the challenge and the length of the game. Like it's it has I don't I can't think of a single negative the power thing. Power ups, man. Oh, it's so good. The fact it's, that like you could store so many power ups and use them between levels. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like the first that, that's the first of its kind, right? And Speedrunner's dream, but also like if you're looking for longevity, like in yeah. a platformer, there's so much to unpack. I mean, when I was little and played, I thought it was cool. Like, oh, if I find this hammer in the level, I can skip this other level in the overworld. Like, hit this block with yeah. the hammer, and now I can move on. And the like, little card mini game. Like, yep. I mean, get, not there weren't a lot of mini games going on back mm -hmm. in 1990, and certainly before that. And it was all you know themed around stage play. Yeah, it's like the I love game that. Was technically, it's like and technically a stage. Play. So that was like mm -hmm. the beginning of Nintendo's obsession with you know our theater. games are theater. Yeah, right. And that this is just it's purely being put on to entertain you, our customer, and mm -hmm. you, the player. Right. It's just this whole show for you to watch. Uh, I, Mario 3 is one of the best games of all time. It cemented my love of Nintendo, 
Because yep. by then I'd only had you know Nintendo stuff for two years. It was two years. But think about how how much was packed into two years of like experiencing first getting an NES and playing Mario Brothers for the first time or Super Mario Brothers, and then uh, experiencing RPGs and Metal right. Gear and Contra, and then Super Mario Three, which might as well have been like the greatest NES game of all time. How back then? Because I was a one year old. Yeah, toddler, you were one. We go from Mario Two, which does not play anything like Mario. And but one, I didn't know then, that, right? right? Like okay. I didn't None know. <laughs> like I, when Mario Two came out, I was like, "This is fucking awesome! It's a new Mario game. Right. It sure is different." But I, I don't know. Every goddamn game I play as a seven or eight year old is different <laughs> anyway. Different. And it was like, then we go from that back to back to, and I'm this. like, this. Well, and I did, so even then, at the, at the age of nine, like when I played Mario Three, it wasn't. I wasn't even thinking then, like, "Hey, this is more like Mario One." than two mm-hmm. it's kind of, i was not thinking like they kind of went another back. thing yeah to me it was just like a whole brand new thing and like you can pick your levels and there's maps that you can go around this is awesome this is such a fun game mm-hmm. and yeah I, I was not thinking at that time like what are the similarities between because everything yeah. was just different to me. when did all stars for snes come out what and year was it had that? to be 93 or four yeah i was gonna say four I think. yeah 93 or four probably 94 because i played i was not born when that came out yes <laughs> so that was among the handful of games that i did experience so i was born, born in 92 late 92 it was 93 so 93 is when all stars came so out. by the time i was able to comprehend uh basic motor functions in my hands right. i was playing all stars which had all of those and how it. old were you at that time one when you played it <laughs> one and a half video game at a one i first time i ever played a video game was four I had really good. Same. I had really good motor function. I could snap my fingers before I was a year old. That's pretty impressive. It's the only only good skill I have in my life. So that's, that must be interesting. <laughs> like you were introduced to to Mario through a collection of games, and that you know that had lost levels, which I guess I read about it in magazines. Like you read about in 1992. Like you by that time by that time I knew that Mario 2 was actually not a Mario game in Japan because mm-hmm. you read about that stuff in Nintendo Power. Oh right, Pro. right. Like yeah, because I had the trade magazines, and then once I realized, like, oh, they're putting out this collection that has like my three favorite Nintendo games from the NES and this other game that never came out here that was supposed to be really hard. Like that was incredible. It was me. rough. I remember it being pretty rough. I never beat that game. It was but Mario Three. Oh my god. Well, I didn't realize they would send you Mario All Stars for free if you bought a Super Nintendo prior to May thirty first, nineteen ninety four. Just in general? Yeah. I said I didn't have a receipt from uh, uh, 1991. Prior to May 31st, 1994, Super Mario All-Stars was available as a promotion by Nintendo, giving the game away for free if a Super Nintendo Entertainment System was purchased. The proof of purchase and $3.50 for shipping to cover postage and handling was required to be mailed into Nintendo and All-Stars was sent to the buyer. So in 1993, uh, I think Toys R Us had started packing in All Stars. Interesting. Um, and I believe their versions of the game also had World on them. So that came yeah. out in 94. Okay, that would have been 94. December then. of 94 is when it, the bundle came out. And it's crazy because Donkey Kong Country would have come out a month before that bundle. So would that bundle have been $100 by then? Surely it couldn't have been 200 because it's four years after the Super Nintendo launched. Oh, I, I mean, don't know. It could have been 150 But theoretically, for $200, you would have been able to buy a Super Nintendo with the Mario World All-Stars bundle and a copy of Donkey Kong Country for 200 bucks. In December 94, an alternate version of the compilation uh, titled Super Mario All-Stars plus Super Mario World was released in both North America and Europe, both as a standalone game and as a packing game for the Super NES console. Yeah. Uh, this version features Super Mario World as a fifth playable game, which was released on the SNES in 1990. 
Well, in America, it would have been 91. But right. Yeah. Actually, I thought Japan it was 89. Maybe it was 90. For what? Super Mario World? For World. I guess it, Super NES launched in 90 in Japan. I thought it was 89 for some reason. That version of the game was the first one to give Luigi his own sprite. Yeah. And I like how the Japanese title is Super Mario Brothers 4. Super Mario World. Like, on the game box, it says Super Mario Brothers 4. Mario World was uh, November 1990 in Japan, August 1991 in North America. Yeah, I didn't get mine until Christmas 91. Mm -hmm. All those games were, like, the handful of games that I was just, like, brought up on. Mm -hmm. Uh, It was Donkey Kong Country, uh, All-Stars, Super Mario World, and Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) Of course. (laughs) Gotta throw that in there. One of those is that one. No no Earthworm Gem or Clay Oh, I mean, we didn't really have, we went to, um, actually, funny story, uh, most people go to Blockbuster, we went to a Radio Shack. What? Mm, Radio Shack? Our local Radio Shack rented games. Richie? Oh, wait, they rented them? Yes. I thought you were buying them. I lived in the middle of nowhere, remember? I didn't have... That's right. Yeah, that's right. So, I lived in uh, Beerus, or Venice. Is that near Stark? Wait, Venice. You know where Venice is? Isn't that way down there? Way it's down the end like, of the world. Yeah. Boothville, all Boothville. that? That's where Beerus was. Somewhere in there, Beerus. Did they wash it worse? Oh, yes. It's completely gone. Yeah. But uh, they had no... Um, as a kid, I didn't know what Blockbuster was, or right. McDonald's, or Walmart. I didn't know what any of that was until at, like, at least I was five. McDonald's! Yeah. And um, so Radio Shack was where I went to go rent games. That's so crazy. And it was highway robbery, from what I understand. What? Were they charging $10 a rental? It was like two days for like $10. Jeez, <laughs> Well, Blockbuster was like six dollars, but yeah, you could keep like it for week. three days. Yeah. No, well, not when I was renting. You'd rent it on a Friday, bring it back on Sunday. That was a long time ago. Oh, wow. This is like ninety three, ninety four. This would have been early nineties. I think it was like new games, like were like two day rentals. There's also five day rentals. Yeah, the, eventually they they went yeah, to that they, model. They extended the five day rental. And I want to say during the summer, like you could do Game Pass basically. Yeah, and you could rent them as long. But it as was you shitty because like the day you rented it counted. Yeah. So like you said three days, it's like Friday, Saturday, but Sunday, bring like it back Who's Sunday. going to the rental at 10, 10 in the morning? Exactly. Like we go Friday night around 7. Like, yep. Fuck you. And then you're getting – so we would rent – we'd rent two movies and one game every week, right? Whoa. My parents were spending – Money bags money? over here. I know, right? Well, how much money were they spending on rentals then? It was like $20 a week. There's a while there um, – if you went in like Monday or Tuesday or something, it was like oh, yeah. rent one, get one free. Right. So dad would rent two movies, and then Alexa and my sister and I each got to rent a game. And then they eventually like cut that shit out for games, and yeah. then they eventually cut it out for new movies oh. and old movies, and then Blockbuster went out of business. Right. So, <laughs> but think about how ingrained in our culture was. Like It wasn't even, for, for my family growing up, it wasn't even like, can we go to Blockbuster? It was like, we're going we to went Blockbuster. to Blockbuster yeah. we every well, Friday. Well, like, when every, are we going? Oh, every the same Friday. Night. It was Friday nights. I guess y'all went to the same. Did you go to the same one I did on Jen's Creek? Yeah. 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 Did the, the uh, manager with the creepy long hair. <laughs> yep. So I was, in a, I was in an Alice in Chains concert once. Um, and this was in uh, this was in New Orleans at the House of Blues. <laughs> what year and is this? This would have been 2004, maybe. Okay. And they're, they're, Lane Staley had passed away already. So, But it was an Alice in Chains concert. And um, I'm I'm in the front as I always am for those shows, <laughs> and um, I, I turned around and the manager from that blockbuster is behind me. <laughs> and it's, it, this guy's like unmistakable. Like he's got really long hair, yeah, and it's kind of like grayish silver, and it's like he's kind of he's a big guy. It's, he's not really put together anyway. Um, but he's got like two girls with him. Yeah, and I don't know, man. It's like they, I, I don't think they would have been there just. <laughs> <laughs> to hang out with him, like I don't they know. kidnap him. 
I don't know, but they were like all over that that guy. So I don't know mm. if he's spending all of his blockbuster money like on <laughs> drugs. I don't, or like you know, cortisone. Oh, Cortisone's yeah. <laughs> that the polite way of saying that. Oh, and I was like, that's weird. The blockbuster guys at the Alice in Chains concert. Yeah, maybe he's just looking them up with like movies on yeah, the side. Yeah, free rentals, <laughs> right? I mean, 2004 still would have been the rental era. Yeah. That blockbuster is still nothing. Like yeah. ten years later, I think you can still see the outline of the letters on the <laughs> side of the building. I want to almost buy it and then like do a ironic rental store, you know, and make the news. Yeah. But I don't have a million dollars to waste. But I would totally fill it up with VHS copies of Twister. <laughs> Just like every every movie that I'm renting out is Twister on VHS. That's funny. Mario three. Mario three. Okay. <laughs> what what else can be said? Did you ever play the arcade version? No. I mean, it's just the cartridge in the arcade machine. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, you play Choice 10. You, you spend like a quarter, and then it gives you oh, five minutes gotcha. of the game. Yeah. Can we sidebar off of, into the wizard real quick? Do whatever you want. So we, we should talk about the wizard, actually. <laughs> that's a big promo. Okay. You've never seen the wizard? We should watch the wizard. Oh, my gosh. So the wizard is a 90-minute Mario 3 commercial. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> it is the story of Ben, uh, Fred... Fred Savage. Fred Savage. Yeah, from the Wonder Years. Which, the Wonder Years, by the way, uh, premiered after the Super Bowl in 1989. So uh, you watch the Super Bowl, or 88, actually. It was 88. You watch the Super Bowl, and then when that's over, you watch the Wonder Years for the first time. <laughs> it was a big deal. So it's him. It's the lead singer of uh, Rilo Kylie, which mm-hmm. she was an actress at that point. She's the girl. Right, right, right. And then the brother. And their quest to travel to California to compete. Well, they did, did they even know about the, they Not at first, right? Not or, at first. They met the girl, and she was like, girl. hey, this kid's got skills. He got 50,000 50, points. And I don't even think Double Dragon, like, goes to 50,000. They, they weren't past the first screen. Yeah, yeah they, they were. Impossible. He's got 50,000 points in Double he Dragon? He was a cheat. I don't know how he did it. He was the wizard. He must have figured the, the, the code to like hack the game. I don't know. He was, he was the wizard, man. So they're at this like restaurant that has a double dragon it's like, machine. It's oh, a, it's a diner with a tabletop. And isn't it like two old guys playing it at first? Yeah. Anyway, we're not going to recount the whole movie. <laughs> but they're they're on their quest to go to California to compete and the mega California. Yeah, this is the whole time he just says he's I don't know. That's all he says he's, the whole movie. So the the character that this guy plays is on like the autism spectrum, I suppose. Right. <laughs> he's kind of like the Rain Man of He's Rain of Man of video movies. games. Okay. Is this Fred Savage? No, this that's is, the uh, younger yeah. brother. Oh, great. Who plays the younger brother? I don't know. I don't remember. Ben Savage. And who else is in this movie? It's got Bo Bridges is the dad. Christian Slater. Christian Slater yeah, is Christian the older Slater. brother. Yes, he's in there. And eventually in the movie, they get obsessed with Nintendo games because the old dad, the, Bo Bridges is like, I got to get the scroll weapon and Ninja Turtles to defeat the Shredder. I got to get the scroll weapon. The best weapon. part of the movie was listening for the sound effects to hear what games they were playing. Right. And they're walking <laughs> through like the casino in Reno, Nevada. They don't even go to Las Vegas. They go to Reno. And like, there's this bomb ass arcade in the in the casino, and they're playing all these arcade games. They're calling the Nintendo Power Hotline yeah. to get tips, and it's legitimately like actually the Nintendo Power Hotline <laughs> because it's like the camera goes to them in like a cubicle, and they've got these big giant folders, these books that have all the tips on how to beat the games, and that's exactly what they had. Like, I'm wondering, <laughs> did they actually go to Nintendo? They must have they and must film have. that scene in their offices. That's funny. And eventually, so they get to the tournament, and it's like, they're going to play all these games. Oh, wait, you skipped one important part. I skipped a lot of important parts. One, one important thing you need to know is that they meet the bad guy. They meet, there's a bad guy. <laughs> Lucas Barton. <laughs> That's a bad guy just, name just, if there ever was one. Lucas like, Barton. Like, Lucas I, Barton. Like, and he's just like, oh, wait, Lucas, yeah. He's, like, got, he's, he's got, got like got a the, mullet, like a curly mullet, and he has the power glove. And he's probably got a leather jacket. He's got a little <laughs> curl in yes. the front, you know? And then he like, they're like... 
Like, I forget they he said like bodies like, some kind of racing game. Rad Racer from they, Square. Yeah. From they said, Square. "Hey, pick a game." He's like, "I have all, all seventy something of them." I thought he was ninety six. There was only like seventy out of the time, apparently. But he's like, "I have all of them." And then bitch. so they play Rad Racer with the power glove, which you can't do. <laughs> <laughs> he like do steers that. an invisible steering wheel with the with the glove. Maybe and then he he's, says, "He's the rival. He's supposed he, to be just as good as the wizard." <laughs> then he says, "I love the power glove. It's so, it's so bad, it's so bad. And they, it's bad." And then well, Fred Savage, it really is bad. So he says this to the girl, to the redhead girl, and then Fred Savage looks at Lucas <laughs> and he says, "Yeah, well, keep your power gloves off her, pal. Keep your power gloves uh, off her, pal." So what he says. He ends up being one of the finalists at the show. With this girl with braces, who's like a total nerd girl. Yeah, she sucks. She lost. She, she did lose. <laughs> and she lets her hair down. And no, she doesn't. Off. That's in the sequel, Wizard <laughs> 2. Um, so then it's the, the final reveal is the secret game. It's a game that no one's ever played No one's before. ever played this, this game. This stage is it's called Video Armageddon. Video Armageddon. It's E3, basically. It, yeah, yes. they play like all these different games to get the high score in order to move on to the next There's round. This giant Kevin Ferreira, the robot. host. They've got, like, they've got the... Blo- no, but the they host have, is awesome. They've got inflatable, wavy arm things. Basically, it's basically the same thing. The host is like, and now for the secret game, Super Mario Brothers 3. And there it is. It, it and opens... And, Ten-year-old me's eyes are glazed over like I just got a hit of acid. <laughs> and like, like, oh my god, I've I'm, never seen this game. <laughs> I can't believe it. By, by the way, the theater also handed out mini Nintendo Powers. Whoa. Nice. That's insane. So you, I got like a little NES uh, Mario 3 ad to go along with this ad of a movie that my parents paid money to bring me. And they're sitting next to I don't know what they're thinking. <laughs> They're probably like, this is the dumbest shit we've ever had. This movie sucks. We're only here because we love our child, and this is stupid. I don't, maybe they enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It's got acting. It's got mu- The music's so good. Music is good. The music, the soundtrack yeah. at this movie, it's got all the best 80s songs. Send Me an Angel. Is Send Me an Angel movie. is like, that is a, in a, that's like in the top five of any 80s playlist that I will curate. It's Send Me, Send Me an Angel. Movie's great. That is a great movie. <laughs> I'm not gonna experience. spoil the ending. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna tell you what because happened. things happen. Oh, right. Yeah. You're wondering how is this even possible? <laughs> but how does he beat the guy with the oh, power? And there's gun? also a subplot about the kid's mom oh, or something like that. Yeah, know. the kids. Some, some and there's some like there's someone that's tracking them. There's like an, a bald <gasps> dude that's like trying to get the kids back home, but he's a bad guy too. There's two bad guys. Whoa. There's like the evil And the dinosaurs dude. from Pee-wee's Big Adventure in the di- there there's, di- there's like dinosaurs in a park. Not real dinosaurs. It's you like should in- see this movie. <laughs> this is the best there's movie, There's truckers man. that save the day. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the truckers? Oh, yeah, they uh, steal the kids' money. Yeah. Steal, yep, yep. <laughs> steal their monies. Well, yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> Great. It's a good movie, man. The Wizard. It was a commercial for Mario 3. <laughs> so, Did Nintendo even finance this thing? They were just like, hey... We're going to make a movie about Mario I 3. I don't know. I don't know it's the answer be- it Really, it's the best video game movie ever made. Some people Agreed. say oh, yeah, that Angry in, Birds is the best. They're playing at Universal Studios, too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. For that place, too. The, the whole tournament is at Universal Studios. That's true. I forgot. If you want to send in your emails <laughs> about the wizard, you can. <laughs> GameWorkExpress wizard at gmail.com. Wizards at wizard.com. The wizard. Who is the wizard? Wizard. What's the kid's name? I know Jimmy Mr. Woods is the name of the character. Wait, I know for Mr. the girl? Wizard. No, for the little boy. His name is oh, Jimmy Woods. Jimmy. That's it. That's what I was wondering. Jimmy, Jimmy Woods. <laughs> Mr. Wizard is dead. He's not around anymore. Uh, what? Mr. Wizard just announced Evo. <laughs> oh, that's a different guy. I thought you meant the science guy. Mr. Wizard, he like the kids would go to his house. <laughs> the guy is a total dick to the kids. Oh, he's totally guy? mean. Yeah. <laughs> that's a different wizard. 
Let's uh, wrap this fun fest up with special stages. So I've been watching like uh, movies recently. <laughs> what are those? I know, right? I've been watching all the classics. Did you watch The Wizard? I watched The Wizard <laughs> recently. And let me tell you, that's the specialist stage there is. If you're wanting to have a fun, make fun of the movie weekend, I would recommend watching The Wizard. You can probably get it on Voodoo. Or you could buy it. We just sell the DVD at Gameware. You could probably even I think I bought YouTube, the DVD from <laughs> Probably on YouTube. Yeah, I don't think it's ever been on uh, Blu-ray. No, <laughs> you cannot watch this movie in, in high definition. <laughs> no, uh, I had I had some of those nacho fries. With oh, me, me too. too, nacho fries, brothers. <laughs> I had them too. Don't Hold on. Did you just get the standard ones, or did you get the supreme? I got the Bel Grande actually. That's the double size version. Yeah, man, because I, I got the Supreme. Did you just get the standard? I just got the, the dollar one. You got to try the Supreme. Yeah, I didn't that. I got the box. What's the box? It's uh, it's just the regular fries and a the Dorito taco and a cheesy Dorito. Crunch. Okay, you got to get drink. The, you got to get the Supreme. If you're hungry like Vaughn, you want to go to the Bel Grande. <laughs> but if you got a Steven size appetite, because you usually have a bowl of soup to go along with it. Then you want to get just the standard size. But I think it's much better with the ground beef and the cheese. And the, mm, um, yeah. You don't have to get the tomatoes if you don't like I them. I don't like tomatoes. So I don't do just, the tomato meat. Am I the only one that uses the app for this? Yes. Yes. No, yeah. You guys are nuts. Taco Bell had an app. Oh, my God. The app is great because you can be picky as hell and you don't have to tell anyone. <laughs> That's me. <Ooh>, perfect. <laughs> the app, you pull up what you want and it lists all the ingredients that go in oh, it. Oh, shit. You'd be like, nope. Yeah, you nope. can just slide it oh, over man. no on tomato, and then if you want extra of something, you just download the app. I'm you downloading put, this app. I'm telling you, because everything, and it tells you everything that's, there's stuff on that menu you don't even know, Whoa. right? Secret menu. Well, it's not really secret, but <laughs> if you're very picky and you just don't want one of those ingredients, and they never screw it up. I know that when you tell them through the speaker, yeah. you're like, I don't want this, I don't want they're going to screw it up. Thanks but through the app, it's like a robot makes her. Perfect. What? It's our future. It's like a taco robot? I think it's a taco robot. Okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was me mine, so I'll come up with a different one. Uh, my sister uh, texted me the other day that she bought NBA Live 18 for $5 on PSN, That's which seems like, right. I guess, the appropriate price for NBA Is Live. Is that still $5? I'll buy it. I don't know. Uh, but she said she mainly got it because she wanted to play like the career story mode thing. Yeah. And I guess since they don't let girls play basketball, uh, she made me. Oh, cool. And so I told her to give me updates on my virtual basketball self. Nice. Uh, so she just sent me this picture, and this is a virtual basketball item, which makes great for a, nice. a, vid- a visual podcast. Um, <laughs> just put in the show notes. I have a uh, 72 on dunk and a 72 on mid-range shot. I'm an overall 70 right now. Awesome. My perimeter nice. offense is pretty weak. Well, yeah. My athleticism is 74, which is my highest stat. Nice. So I'm, I'm excited Dude, to, to follow the the... the you know, your career virtual Adam. Yeah. Basketball Adam. Brandon, take us home. Special stage. You wizard or some nacho so fries? I don't, I, I don't or a basketball star? Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about the wizard some more. No. Yep. Uh, <laughs> so I don't want to say anything because I know you haven't watched it yet, but Cloverfield Paradox. Oh, yeah. oh I watched I it. I need to watch that. I haven't watched okay, it. Okay, so I'm a big fan of the Cloverfield movies. This me is my too. least favorite one. Yeah, That's me right too. Gotcha. Uh, it's not bad. It's not. A lot of people are saying it's a horrible movie. I thought people said Bright was the worst thing in existence. It's, that movie was fine. It's not a bad movie. Um, I think Bright's better than this. I agree. Dang. I agree. You, you watch Bright? Hmm? Okay. Uh, I, I also watched Bright. I thought it was yeah. better. I thought um, Bright was better than this. But in the context of this being a Cloverfield movie, it's supposed to be like, hey, this answers all the questions. Ooh, all this stuff I have so from. many questions. And it kind of does, but it leaves it up to your imagination. Yeah, right? I fucking hate that shit. Right? So, like the ending of Inception. So you should watch it. But I like that. And then we can discuss it later, but yeah. 
just don't get your hopes up. Because okay. I, I, my hopes are up. That's the only reason. Why, that's honestly why I haven't watched it yet. Cause I've seen so much. It's so weird because like this movie, there's there uh, things happen, but it's there's a lot of downtime. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like there's not much going on oh, in really? this film. Has anybody watched Altered Carbon yet? I want to. I have not. I okay. it. That's, that's on my. That was the hot list. like ad, spam right. Netflix show. So I'm curious to see what that's like. Um, cool. So that's the end. Um, stick around. Why are you pointing at me? I, oh, I guess Vaughn was Vaughn was Nacho Fries. Nacho yeah. Fries. <laughs> I started the Nacho Fries conversation. We're all I need to re-listen. I was just too excited. Um. Uh, if you want to stick around, we'll be doing some Adam Ball Z for real quick after this. Watched a couple more discs since our last show. Okay. So uh, otherwise, you can follow me on Twitter. I'm at Adam Arinder. I'm at V the White Mage. I'm at Steve Gamer. I'm at LJGS underscore official. It's what on Twitter? LJGS <laughs> underscore official. Do I follow you? I don't know. I don't really huh. use Twitter, but you can, oh, find me on, yeah. you can find me on YouTube. Yeah. Little oh, Gamer L- Show. LJ. L- okay, I got yeah. it. Little Gamer, Gamer, Gamer Show. You can find Gamer on Facebook, facebook.com slash GamerBR, or this podcast, facebook.com slash GamerExpress. Listen to us on SoundCloud, where I post it eventually, as well as on iTunes, Xbox Music, and Google Play. I'm going to get better getting back posting these immediately. Last week, it was a long weekend. There's like crazy stuff happening. It's Mardi Gras. Mm-hmm. I have all these pink things now. Um, those cups have my name on them, which is why people are collecting them for me. Hmm. Um, it's on the other side. Interesting like message a, on it. Yes, that's a very yeah. interesting message. <laughs> well, why, why does it have your name? I have no idea. But one, someone caught one, and they started just giving them all to me. This is uh, it's interesting. Game, it's Game of Thongs. Yes. That was the the theme for Spanish Town Parade in Baton Rouge this year. Huh. Uh, there's a lot of like. Uh, my favorite float was like when the Vikings show up because like when the Vikings come into Game of Thrones, it's my favorite episode. So the Viking ship, no, the Viking. Anyway. Yeah. Um. I think that's everything I say. Brandon, thanks again for coming to hang out. Thanks Filling for having super me, last minute. Um, Stephen Fawn, as always, thank, thank you. you. Everyone out there, thank you so much for listening. Stick around for some hot Dragon Ball Z talk. If not, uh, have a great weekend, and we will see you next week. Who loves Dragon Ball? I, I love do. Dragon Ball now. I love Dragon Ooh, Ball. Nice. I wonder uh, what changed for you. I mean, it's still pretty good. So <laughs> previously on Adam Ball Z, um, we're on Namek. Frieza has all the Dragon Balls. Right. You said uh, Vegeta had one, though. Yeah, Vegeta did have one. Um, and the Ginyu, the, the mysterious Ginyu Force, is coming to Namek to, to help Frieza collect these, these Dragon Balls. So are they here yet? They are here. Yeah. <laughs> and um, let's see. So Frieza ended up getting all seven Dragon Balls. Okay. But he doesn't know how to activate them. Yeah. So he had to go speed off to figure out the magic password. Because the Nam- the, Me- the the Namekian Dragon Balls have a specific saying. To exactly. Activate. So he left all of the Dragon Balls with all of his like buddies and the Ginyu Force. So the Ginyu Force seem like um, if the Monstars and the Power Rangers, like, Fused together. Yep. Yeah. Because <laughs> they like to pose. Like, that's, that's a Sentai thing, which is Japanese. But they just remind me of the Monstars because they're all different colorfuls and big and, and large. And half of them 
have like a speech impediment or something. One of them's Australian, so speaking of fun Australian things, <laughs> Jace from the Ginyu Force is Australian for some reason. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, the four of them go to hunt down our reluctant heroes. And uh, which what was what was his name? The little frog one that can freeze time. Goldo. Goldo mm-hmm. is kicking some ass because he apparently has some like prior grudge with Vegeta. Because Vegeta made fun of him or something. I back on know. planet Vegeta. Back on back on planet. I don't think it's on planet. Well, but not at that time. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So he can freeze time, which seems way overpowered. He can only do it while he's, while holding, he's holding his, his breath. breath though. And Krillin and Gohan zipping around was making him run out of breath, so it's getting very difficult. But he finally had them caught in his mind bind. Yeah. Great word, mind bind. My great phrase. But then Vegeta saves the day. What a great good guy. He didn't kill all their friends like two weeks ago. That that didn't happen. (laughs) That didn't happen. So he saves the day, and then he just fucking decapitates Goldo. And then, but then Goldo's head's still talking. I'm really confused. Right. Right. Still talking. The brain's kind of still active after. Well, he's an alien. We don't know if he has lungs. Actually, he has lungs. He holds his breath. (laughs) Um. So he's still talking. Then he just blasts the shit out of his head. Um. And then the. Uh, speech impediment guy comes to fight. Uh, raccoon. Raccoon. <laughs> raccoon. <laughs> He's very eccentric. The only human on the Ginyu Force for some reason. Is that when, if, you, if you want to call him a human, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and he like kicks everyone's ass. Oh yeah. Like, like at, at the start, it was like Vegeta was kind of looking like he was like winning mm-hmm. and like kicking his ass for a while, and then Raccoon was like, <laughs> which is it's kind of weird. <laughs> I guess like this show is just like power creep the show. Because, like, Vegeta seems like he couldn't be stopped in the last saga. But now these guys are, like, whooping his ass like nobody's business. And Vegeta's supposed to be even stronger after he's been defeated twice now. There's always someone stronger, though. That's true. <laughs> and speaking of someone who's always stronger, Goku decided to show up in this fucking program again, <laughs> finally. Yeah. He comes to Earth. Uh, Earth. He comes to Namek. Uh, he finally lands. And he is not fucking around. Of course not. He gets there and he's just like deadpan I mean, solemn. At this point, Gohan's like almost dead. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Go- Krillin got the shit kicked out of him by Raccoon. So like he said, all of his bones are broken. Uh, Vegeta's all bloody. Gohan has like his neck snapped and he's just like a, a, a vegetable laying on the ground. And then Goku lands and like powers up and just like zooms in. And everyone's like, who's this guy? <laughs> his power level is only 5,000. And then Goku's just like, I'm going to casually walk over here. Fuck you guys. Oh, what's up, Gohan? You don't look very good. Eat this sensu bean. Oh, no, you're good. How you doing, buddy? Doing okay? It's been a while. Mr. your pal. <laughs> then slowly walks over to Krillin. And the, <laughs> the, the Ginyu Force is just like, what the fuck? <laughs> they're like, he's ignoring us, and he just touches these people, and they're healed. Because they don't see him feeding them the beans. Yeah. So then, like, you know, he heals Krillin, and he, like, touches Krillin's head. And now he has all Krillin's thoughts. So he knows what's up. And then he uh, throws a, a Sensu Pina Vegeta, and Krillin and Gohan are like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, but Goku's like, no, guys, he's cool. Remember that time we like let him go? It's fine. Um, so then Gohan, Goku kicks Raccoon's ass. With one elbow. With like one elbow. <laughs> one elbow to the gut. He's yeah, out. and then he's out. And then um, Jace and Burter. Uh, think they can take him, so they just start like zipping around, like, and then they zip away, and they zip, zip, and then they zip away, and then they're just like, "What's up with this guy? He's not dodging our attacks. He's not even moving." 
but he is moving because they start to punch him and it just like phases right through it. Mm-hmm. And then Vegeta notices like the the ground next to his feet are all shuffled because he was just like phasing back and forth. So he's just like fucking with them at this point. And then he continues to kind of fuck with them um, because I guess Goku's the good guy and he doesn't want to actually win fights. He just wants to like pretend. He's he's measuring them up. <laughs> I guess so. He's like, man, these guys suck. I don't have to do anything. <laughs> um, and then I watched a lot of these yesterday and today. Uh, Berter d- gets beat up too. Oh yeah, Goku like uh, put, like hits him with like one punch and he's down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, one punch, one punch. Um, so then he lets Jace go. Jesus like, why'd you let Jace go? It's gonna fuck you over. And Goku's like, hey, remember when I let you go and you're still alive? <laughs> Yeah. It's fine. Then Vegeta's like, nah, man. And he, like, he kills Raccoon and Burner. <laughs> yeah, he right just from. fucking nukes him. <laughs> uh, so Jace runs back to like Mr. Captain Ginyu, man, and tries to fill him in what's going on. All while Captain Ginyu, man, is trying to find replacements for his squad, and everyone else sucks. Dying. And everyone else sucks at posing, so like he can't be in the Ginyu Force. Because uh, he's explaining why posing is important, which I thought was kind of funny, because in all these Japanese shows, they always have to pose, and you're like, why are they doing that? But he's, Yeah, it's dramatic. <laughs> he's actually explaining it. Uh, so he and Jace run off to confront Goku, because Goku killed half his friends. And then Goku's like, fuck are you posing? <laughs> you gonna fight me, or you just want to dance? <laughs> Which is kind of funny. Like, you gotta look cool, man. Yeah, so apparently Captain <laughs> Ginyu doesn't fuck around either, because he was actually landing some hits on Goku. Um, and then he finally gets captures Goku, because Jace shot a ball at him and distracted him. Yep. And then Captain Ginyu's like, fuck you, Jace! I wanted to get him myself! <laughs> and he lets him go. And then uh, they finally figure out like Goku can hide his power level. Because yeah. the whole time they're like, oh, it's only 5,000. Let me look on my it's thing. Like, he's like the only smart one. He's like, yeah. Of course he's hiding his power from the scouters. <laughs> exactly. So then Captain Ginyu's like, let's have a real fight. How about we just do this for real and quit fucking around and you can show me your power level. So then like Gohan, Goku yelled for like 10 minutes and charged up and Ginyu's like, I can't believe this. It's like, holy shit. And then the episode ended. And that's where I stopped. God, gotcha. man. I know. Yeah, it's just when it's getting <laughs> oh, good. Now, now you're going to find out more about the, the, the lore behind the Saiyans. Right, because Vegeta in his inner monologue is like, what? Is Goku a Super Saiyan? Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, I've never heard that word before. <laughs> um, because when Ginyu and Jace came to fight Goku, and he Goku realized Frieza somewhere else too, so the seven Dragon Balls are together and unguarded, basically. Um, but... While Frieza's going to figure out the password, Gohan and Krillin are afraid that Frieza will kill Guru. And as we learned on Earth, if, like, Head Namek dies, Dragon Balls are gone. Yep. So yeah. they need to stop Frieza from killing Guru because then the Dragon Balls are gone and they're all fucked, basically. And then Goku asks Vegeta if he'll help him fight, and Vegeta's like, sure! And then he just Aww. leaves. He wants to go try to get the Dragon Balls because they're basically unguarded. Um, but yeah, Vegeta's still the best character so far. In my opinion, on this show, yep, because he's the only one with any like depth at all. What's Piccolo doing in all this, by the way? Um, he he's, is he's on King Kai's planet. He's right on King Kai's planet dead. training. Okay, that was last uh, last episode or last last this segment. Um, they got to down the snake path. It's funny because you know Giant Bomb totally ripped us off in this original idea. That's true. And but they're watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. Yeah. 
and they're at the very beginning, but like they're on episode four, five, and six of Kai, where Goku starts running down the, the snake way, and then he's at King Kai's, like that, in like one episode, and I'm like, dang, I watched like twenty episodes of this shit. They skipped over the home for infinite losers, though. Is that when he falls <laughs> off the path yeah. and he's uh, in hell, basically? <laughs> Um, and there's no violence, like there's no like blood stuff like oh, that really? in Kai. So like when Golo got his head shot off, oh that much, sucks. They don't show that in Kai. Yeah. Well, well it's funny because right it's now like heavily censored. Oh wow, interesting. Um, because so far they're like cursing way more in this arc. I don't know if that was on like Cartoon Network. Um, uh, Toonami. Of course they like they, they edited some yeah. things. Yeah. Of course. And then like both Vegeta, uh, and fuck, was it getting you? Right, just flipping people off. Probably. <laughs> Vegeta did to Gohan and Krillin. And then one of the Ginyu Force guys like, oh, this is what I think of your hidden power level. And he just like flips them off. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, this is, okay. I'm, I'm digging this. Also, I figured out in my DVDs that you can change the music. So oh, for the first okay. 60 no. episodes, I've been watching the Japanese music. Dude, the Bruce Falconer soundtrack okay. well, is now so you, much yeah. better. It, and I'm like, this, I don't like this. It sounds like super like synth poppy in 80s, and I kind of hate it. But like 60 episodes of it, I'm used to it by now. And then I figured out how to change it, and I was like, this is weird. Okay, now you're actually hearing yeah. Rock the Dragon at the beginning. Stuff. No, it's the still same shitty oh, theme okay. song. Well, I mean, you're still Yo. you're, you're hearing the other soundtrack, the, which the is Bruce the soundtrack Falcon that we one. know of. Right. Yeah. So it's um it's better now that I've watched another like ten episodes with it. Yeah. Um. So I've gotten used to it, and like during battles and stuff, it's a lot better. But it's super weird because like on the commercial break where it's like Gohan and Goku like smiling, waving at the camera. When it was the Japanese music, it was like bum 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 bum, bum. and now it's just like. It just, like, does not match at all. Uh, Good thing that only lasts for, like, two seconds. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. And and the the ending theme song is way different. And they edited Mm -hmm. Gohan running around for whatever purpose. But the main theme song is still two minutes long and terrible. So, I don't know if that'll ever change. It also kind of sucks. Every time I turn my PlayStation back on to watch it, I have to go to the settings and re-click it every time. Oh, it sucks. But, uh, yeah, this new music's uh, better. It's way better. And each it's less cheesy. Has... It's a lot more like, oh, this shit's getting serious. Yeah, all the characters have their own theme songs, too. Oh, really? Yo, mm-hmm. Vegeta's theme. Yes. Godlike. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have one disc left in Season 2. So I'm really cruising along now, getting into this. So made some headway, man. Yeah. Yeah, you're, you're coming up to somewhat halfway through the Frieza song. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have to speed up because I can't let these giant bomb assholes catch They're up to going, me because you can't avoid it at this point because they have half the episodes to watch that i do yeah right. uh, but I'm, I'm pretty far ahead i think i can keep this going uh so yeah so you know how will this fight with captain ginyu and goku go down will i learn will will frieza kill namek will i finally watch goku's hair turn yellow for the first time find out next time on adam ball z Dun, dun, dun.